Hello and welcome to another episode of Hit the Books Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Holcomb. I'm Emery Saunders. And I'm Nick Marlott. And we are here to bring you all the saucy details in nerddom today. Ooh, Tomorrow. Changed it up a forever. little bit. <laughs> yeah, I was just trying something new. Uh, how'd it feel? Uh, I gotta work on the flow. All right. Mid. Yeah, not quite mid, but there's a lot of mid <laughs> in the news today. Because there's a lot of fucking announcements today, so... We yeah. got to get into it. Yeah, it's a veritable fire hose of news. Yeah. Of course, you can always find us on Twitter at HTBVids, on Facebook at forward slash hit the books. You can go to our website, HTBVids.com, where you can find links to all the stuff and see our previous covers of the week. Uh, of course, there is the Tuesday Dungeons and Dragons stream, Those Natural Ones, on twitch.tv forward slash Those Natural Ones. You can always watch it at Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 p.m. Indeed. Every time. Every time. How'd the water plane go? Emery? (laughs) As somebody who was playing and not the person running it, for me, it seemed to go pretty well. Uh, For me, I nearly watched one of my teammates drown. Uh, He can breathe for four minutes. He was fine. Uh, I mean, (laughs) that's assuming a lot. (laughs) It's true. Uh, But yeah, we made it through. And we got to progress through the next leg of our journey, which was finally finding the ship that we were looking for this whole time and discovering basically the next hook of the story. What do we do with this map? And what is that ship that we just ran into? What do you do with that map? Mm, We're going to find that out. And of course, if you want to support them on their Twitch channel, uh, be sure to use uh, your Amazon Prime benefit if you have Amazon Prime uh, to support them. It's a great way to show support and help them out and continue the show, grow the show. Uh, of course, you just link your Amazon Prime account to your uh, Twitch account and your Twitch.tv account, and uh, you check a little box Indeed. when you go to subscribe, and it will get rid of the uh, paid option and allow you the option to use your Amazon Prime Absolutely. Uh, Twitch membership to subscribe and help the show out. Sir Pat Stew, recent subscriber. Uh, top tier. I think he's one of the founders, right? You got the little yeah, founder absolutely. logo? Absolutely. Yeah. No. So definitely go there and support them if you uh, have the time and ability to do so. Um, Shout out to Sir Pat Stew for supporting the stream. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, we're close friends. We're tight like that. Oh, yeah. Of course. Every time. So other than the D&D stream, what have you guys been up to this week? Um see what have i been up to um so i went through the just released season five of cobra kai and just when you thought things couldn't get any more ridiculous and also like exciting by you know 80 standards (laughs) 
Is that a low bar? Uh, <laughs> that's a very low bar. You said Thank that you very so much. condescendingly. Now, eighties standards. Now, eighties standards. Now, it was exciting. Mind you, I say that because most of the cast that this season spends time with is at least forty years old. But at least sixty percent of the cast are people at least uh, pretending to be teenagers. Fantastic. And the scene stealer for this entire season was uh, the the rival for uh, Daniel Sun, uh, Daniel LaRusso from the the second uh, Karate Kid movie, uh, the guy who tried to kill him in a fighting tournament in Japan. <laughs> it's like I, oh, I remember the first one pretty clearly. I don't remember the second no. and third one hardly at all. <laughs> I remember him having this Japanese girlfriend at one point. That was the I second one. I do remember one. him going to Japan. That's the second one. Uh, I really don't remember what the fuck happened in the third one, but I know I watched it at some point. Oh, uh, what happened in the third one is probably the main impetus behind season five. Is, uh, season th- uh, the third Karate Kid movie... Uh, we bring in someone else from Cobra Kai who's really going to stick it to LaRusso this time. Except for uh, this time, instead of being like all gruff and tough, he's actually slimy and conniving and worms his way uh, into the, the good graces of this child, only for him to do everything he can to have this child beaten within an inch of his life at a karate tournament because... Well, everything uh, finds its way back to a karate tournament. The 80s were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever think these adults were taking karate a little too seriously? Yeah. Uh, Do we really need to beat children to death <laughs> for the sake of karate? You do in the 80s. That's... <laughs> hey, we had one way to solve our differences. <laughs> Capital murder. <laughs> no, no. It was a karate tournament. <laughs> yeah, they can't they can't put you in jail if it's in a tournament. No, they can't. I mean, if they could, then God, they would have had to at least call the cops at least like three to four different times through the season. <laughs> Probably five. Oh my god. It's okay. It's ridiculous. Because nobody calls the fucking cops. Ever. <laughs> but it's also a lot of fun because... We we still like martial arts, right? We Martial arts is still a thing that people pay attention to? Nobody pays attention to karate anymore. Son of a... <laughs> <laughs> Karate's been dead for 20 years. <laughs> now people just shoot other people. I mean, come on. Uh, well... Yeah, that's a thing, but also, <laughs> if we don't have a gun, we resort to uh, hugging each other in MMA. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. There's uh, a lot of dudes straddling other dudes, and nothing but dudes. their undies. Yeah, it's pretty hot. <laughs> Not gonna lie. If you would like to send your uh, hot <laughs> UFC fanfic, please email Emery at hitthebooksvids at gmail.com. Why are you emailing me? <laughs> You alluded to it. Hey, you were the one who said it was hot. <laughs> Maybe I'll benefit. It, it, son of a... It, okay, if you're going to send it to us, 
Send it to the website. Just don't address it to me. Address it to Chris. Uh, please disregard the that but, advice. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You know what you did. All right, moving on. Anyway, <laughs> what else have you guys been up to? Not a lot for me. Uh, trying to keep up on uh, She-Hulk. Saw the new one. Oh, yep. Also Is watched that, that episode four, four five. five, five. We're on episode five are now. We? Okay. Twerking, I, I, twerking was the third episode, right? Mm-hmm. So how many episodes from twerking are you? Uh, yeah, I guess it would be two episodes yeah, past twerking. Okay, there's uh, twerking and then it's Madison like 80, with BC. two N's and a Y, and, and you don't know where it is. <laughs> uh, but now we're on the... So we really need to figure out how superheroes get their costumes, right? That's a, that's a, that's that's a question a that people ask. Yeah. At times. Sounds like they really justified this nine-episode length. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was okay. <laughs> you seem to be flaking with every episode of the show. It's it's still okay. Yeah, you started with, I mean, oh, it was good. It was good. Uh, it was, okay. it was good. Uh, uh, it was fine. <laughs> it's okay. This, this episode, not exactly their strongest, but it was... It was all right. I mean, okay. I'm I'm still not entirely sure what the point was of this episode because <laughs> it was. Are we admitting that this is filler? Are, no, this are is we... absolutely filler. This is 100 filler. This is like because <laughs> I I was under the impression that the person that she fought in the very first episode was going to be like the BBG of the fucking show or something. As opposed to being a throwaway court case? Yeah. An entire episode about her getting sued for using her own name. Literally, the the BBEG that we thought we were getting turns out to be a uh, an influencer who somehow managed to legally trademark the main character's name and is suing them for usage of the name. I have and, so little desire to watch and, this show. And on top of that, it was a shopping episode. Oh, yep. <laughs> you can get away with it in D&D. But when you have been basically almost, uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, when you were swindled into an idea of what the this entire show was going to be, and you find yeah. out that this is what it is, Guys, what are we doing? Yeah, I mean, spending money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm still gonna watch the whole thing. It was enjoyable. It was this one. This episode was definitely a filler episode, and it. I don't think it was necessary. I think we could have skipped this episode completely, and we don't need to know where she gets her costumes. That's not. <laughs> n- n- that is not like necessity of information right there. They didn't need nine episodes. No, they they could have clearly they could have told whatever story they're going for. In six I'm episodes. still not sure what that story is. I just, <laughs> that's, see, that's annoying to me. <laughs> Granted, full disclosure, have not watched the She-Hulk season yet, but I've watched everything else up to this point. There are so many other series that yes. could have used yes. nine episodes to flesh things out. The Miss Marvel series yes. in particular seemed really rushed, especially yes, the second half of the season. Agreed. Could have used nine episodes easily. 
Captain Instead, Marvel, we're doing this with or, She-Hulk. Yeah, She-Hulk <laughs> yeah. could have been six episodes. I don't know. Uh, I feel like resources are not being managed properly. Yes. It, it, they're not being managed properly, and it sounds like they're... And I can't believe I'm going to say this. Uh, they're taking a concept from anime that only works in anime. Slice of life. Does it, it work it, in anime, though? I, I mean, are either of you fans of Seinfeld? Well, yeah. Because that's kind of what they're trying to do with this. But not... Seinfeld it's a superhero was... about nothing. Seinfeld was good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mean Seinfeld was funny? Yeah. 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 I mean, again, I'm not trying to bash on She-Hulk too much because I am enjoying the show. <laughs> You're trying so hard. I'm trying I love really hard it. to not bash uh, on She-Hulk because I am enjoying the show. I just really don't think it needed to be as long as it is because it is 50% filler. It's 50% filler, and now we have Wongers. I, okay, I love Wongers, Wongers. personally. <laughs> He's brought it up two episodes in a row now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it's I'm, the new Meow Meow. I, like, okay. uh, it's the new Meow Meow, and this... Uh, I, mm, I don't want to have to say this, but I gotta say it. This is slowly becoming the wine ants introduction to the MCU. yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, like I mean, almost entirely, especially now with the the shopping episode, because this is like if Sex in the City had superheroes. Yeah, the villains. Uh, why why do we care about villains? But how important the is a villain to a hero? And here's the thing: as opposed to their clothing. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing that I don't get. Like this was touted to be like the plot line that brought back or the 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 show that brought back characters from the incredible hulk movie like abomination mm-hmm. and the whole plot and the whole like thought process was they were bringing back abomination because abomination was going to be in the thunderbolts well guess what there's no abomination in the fucking thunderbolts so why bring him back why even why why was this a thing we decided to resolve a character completely <laughs> In an episode, because uh, people were questioning what happened to him, even though we just saw him in Shang-Chi for some reason? You're telling me a plot point in Shang-Chi was just to allude to a She-Hulk episode so that we can speak of which you also get a Wong cameo, I I hear. Mm -hmm. Multiple Wong. This is just the Wong spinoff. A big old (laughs) bag of Wongs. Um, (laughs) No. (laughs) Wongs all over your face. No! (laughs) Every week. If you want to send us your Wong lewd fan art. No! Please. Email hit the books vids at gmail.com. I, so I, I my make... voice cracked on that. <laughs> I'm so excited for I, my Wong I, fan I, art. <laughs> the only... I'm begging you. No. There is there is one other thing that I attempted to do this week. So I started watching Lo- Love and Thunder. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. We warned you. I started. I, I am so sorry. I made it. About 30 minutes, I think. And I was like, I. How much of Taika Watiti could you get through? I made it until 
the battle with where you first see she Thor. The, it's not uh, she the Thor. Villa. It's the village. mighty Thor. The mighty Thor. Yeah, yeah. And like the village. The village. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, the the shadow against the shadows. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's as far as I made it. That's and, as far as you need to go. Yeah, <laughs> I I Once almost you've seen like the Christian Bale introduction. Okay, you're good. You can skip all the way to the end if you the, want. Honestly. You can skip to the very I, end and just watch the very end, and I you'll be good. almost turned it off at the fucking split kick. <laughs> that's like the first five minutes of the movie. <laughs> I know. That's the problem. It, it, yeah, that's even before we get into the... Uh, the Van Damme spread kick. Yeah, yeah. the ongoing joke, <clears throat> because that's what they're trying to call it, the ongoing joke... That is those goddamn goats. Yeah. Well, they did confirm that Taika Waititi will not be directing the next Thor movie because of the bad reviews. That, that's good. probably a good thing. That's probably, yeah. yeah. Like, he's, this is I, what happens when I was, no one tells him no. I was looking forward to this movie, and then you guys told me how bad it was, and Sorry. then I started watching it. <laughs> And then you found out it was worse. And then I found out it was worse than you guys even had alluded to. And, oh my god. Like I said, I made it about 30 minutes into that movie, and I just I could not handle it anymore. Yeah. Oh, god. There's you just, didn't even see the... so much humor that doesn't land. You, you didn't if it see landed, the, the it would be love fine. triangle of uh, Thor and his first hammer and his second hammer... And that whole, it's like, oh, yeah, I just I just want my old hammer. Ba- oh, oh, hey, Stormbreaker. Um, no, I did I see, see that. There. I did see that. No, you did I did see make that? it to that when they're standing in like the the uh, the council hall or whatever. Oh, mm-hmm. and, and, they don't... and she's just standing there flipping the hammer and he's like trying to call it. And then Stormbreaker mm-hmm. shows up. They, yeah. d- <clears throat> they don't let that joke go. <laughs> that joke goes literally until the end of the movie. It's terrible. <laughs> the- it hurts. There's a part where they're on it's the little so the boat vessel thing in space, and the axe starts floating up next to him out of jealousy because he's looking at the hammer. This it should is... have been a one and done. I'm yeah. almost certain. It's so that cringe. The axe was so mad, it crashed the ship into a moon. <laughs> like, R- really? You've watched enough. Yeah. Watch the final battle scene so you know what the hell happens and why Christian Bale's great. And then move on. Yeah. You don't even have to watch the after credits. Just just move on. When the guy who played Batman has to come in and be the best part of your Marvel movie. I'm so guys, annoyed that they wasted the... him. I, I yeah, This did. is a long episode, so we shouldn't rant too much. But they yeah. wasted Christian Bale. Absolutely. He, he played his heart out and did a great job. And they just fucking ruined yeah. it. Speaking of Marvel stealing the best actors from DC. Mm-hmm. Henry Cavill, now Ooh. officially signed to Marvel. Uh, but we don't know what he is yet. Yeah, we don't no. know what Supposedly, he is Supposedly, he's going to be the rumors. Again, rumors. Rumors. Uh, imagine the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the rumors are he's going to be the kind of evil Superman right. allegory. From Hyperion. The- okay, yeah. he's got to be either Hyperion or Sentry. Yeah, Hyperion is the I've one heard that both. everybody's saying. I've heard Hyperion and I've heard Sentry. Also, so. holy I wouldn't be surprised either fuck way. Knuckles, there are two different evil Supermen in Marvel already. <laughs> He's going to be Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my like surprise. I fucking dare them. <laughs> I, I'm not mad at it. I should be. 
But I, I'm not. I think no. he could totally nail the yeah. role. But I mean, I he, think Henry Cavill could nail just about any role he wanted to if he was given good writing. He's a handsome, gifted individual. He is. Uh, yes, he can. I mean, he can nail a role ju- simply by standing there and going, ah, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> the Witcher. Witcher. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That that's the entirety of his acting at that Even point. With his weird contact lenses that protrude like three inches from his eyeball, <laughs> yeah. and his wig that is either like way too thick or way too thin, <laughs> depending on the moment. All right. Anything else? No. Well, that's good to hear. I'm glad you didn't suffer any more than you had to with uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. But uh... maybe someday I'll watch the rest of it. In small doses. Yeah. I mean, there's 15 a, minutes at a there's time. parts of it yeah. that are worth it. Towards the end. It, the very it, end. It'll take 15 minutes at a time because it's it's too much. Yeah. It's entirely too much. It's it's a lot to handle. Uh, I've been playing the uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake that you guys also played around with. Um, it was free on PlayStation Plus, uh, I want to say last month or month before. Mm-hmm. And I finally got a chance to sit down and play it. Holy crap. I the graphics. Love it. Oh my god. It's so good. It's, it is it's so wonderful. good. I was up there playing while you were writing this shit down and holy crap. Yeah. Like it, seeing all of those original maps that I remember playing on like PlayStation 2 or whatever the fuck yeah. it was, you know, in high definition, like modern graphics. Oh my god, it was yeah. so much fun. And then they got a great soundtrack, of course, oh, you oh, know. Yeah. And then the Oh yeah. <laughs> like uh, the soundtrack uh, Power Man 3000 came 5, on. I was like, "Power Man 3000? <laughs> 5, I forgot about Power Man 3000." <laughs> 5000. 5000. Is it 5000? <laughs> yeah, it's 5000. Oh, yeah. My bad. They lost 2000 along the way. Ap- <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to the brother of Rob Zombie. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, I forgot that song even existed for a while. I was like, "Oh shit. Yeah, this song's great." <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it was playing some fucking uh uh fucking saliva while i was yeah. up there <laughs> it's it's great man like it's so much Papa fun Roach on there yeah those games oh, those games God. were great for a reason oh, yeah. i'm glad they took the effort to do it right yeah and, and bring them back and they they've added a bunch of new stuff too which is cool uh the other thing i it's been kind of occupying my time is like i really went down a deep rabbit hole with these uh netflix untold documentaries i don't know if you guys have watched these they're basically like ridiculous like sports stories from you know you know corrupt referees like betting on games oh and my god i don't know if you guys are familiar with the manti teo whole thing where he had a imaginary girlfriend and it became a meme and basically ruined this guy's life uh, and it turned out he was being catfished by this man oh <laughs> no this polynesian man <laughs> and uh it's insane like the they talk about the trashers which was a minor league hockey team that was founded by basically a mob boss <laughs> and given to his 17 year old son to run oh my and they God, just got that... they just were giving people you know hundreds of thousands of dollars under the table to come and they actually pulled a guy from the nhl because the nhl was having a player strike <laughs> to is... play for their team and they almost won a championship and they were like notorious for beating people half to death and they had this famous section, you know, 102, that would, like, hound everybody and just beat people. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's, it's an insane sounds like, uh, story. That sounds like the script for a bad Sopranos episode. Uh, they, <laughs> I mean, honestly, they need to make it into a movie. It's so... Um, it's uh, These stories are so insane. They talk about, you know, Tim Donahue, who was a, a referee in the NBA, who basically took the 
took the fall for all of this gambling behind the scenes and fixing NBA games. Oh, especially during like the Jordan era, late Jordan era and stuff like that. And uh, I mean, they expose everything on that documentary. And it's like, it's very clear that this was, it was not only him <laughs> right? and that he was basically the fall guy, you the know, fall guy for an entire ring of like, uh, yeah. what do they call that? Racketeering. Yeah. Yep. And then there's another one where a guy was, uh, running a race team and he was smuggling in millions and millions of dollars worth of coke with a, <laughs> with a you know a big vessel he was using using the bottom of it and it blew up <laughs> in the base and just killed a bunch of sailors and just, just insane stories so oh my God. even if you're not into sports whatsoever highly recommend you go watch those i would start with the manti teo one because it's so ridiculous and so <laughs> crazy uh but yeah definitely go check out that series untold on netflix they're they're all separate they're, so you can't just like click on the one and see right. all of them they're all separate individual documentaries but excellent what very well done great production <laughs> incredibly insane stories right <laughs> so uh definitely check that out um there were no corrections from last week uh but there were a lot of things said wrong <laughs> that i just edited out for our convenience oh good you're welcome <laughs> all right let's get into the news uh, there was a bunch of video game news and a bunch of Disney-related news because they all had directs and promotions and currently Tokyo Game Show is going on. Uh, D23 for Disney obviously released a ton of information. Nintendo had a surprise direct. Sony had a surprise state of play. Talked a lot about VR2 out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, just like big news that probably would have been at like e3 should e3 still exist in its normal state right and then there's some other uh ubisoft had a direct with a bunch of big news and uh a few other uh smaller bits from other companies <laughs> but it's a loaded news week so forgive us if we rush through some of this stuff uh normally we would flesh it out a lot more but that time's just not gonna allow it and we're already starting a bit late uh and uh full context full disclosure um my wife is less than a week out from the expected due date of the baby. So there's a chance things could go wrong at any moment and we got to rush to the hospital. So uh, if you don't see a, a new episode next week, uh, that's probably why <laughs> we're de dealing with the birth of uh, our first child. But uh, uh, we will return as soon as we can, obviously. And we'll we'll keep you posted on social media. Of course. Indeed. All right. So first up, we're going over uh, D23. I'm going to just run through a bunch of news topics, and then we can kind of talk about the ones that really interest us. Uh, Muppets Mayhem coming to Disney Plus in 2023. Percy Jackson and the Olympian series coming to Disney Plus very soon. Proud Family, Louder and Prouder coming 2023. New series Santa Clauses, <laughs> plural. Uh, Will star Tim Allen and is coming November 16th with its first two episodes. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> fucking nailed it man that was perfect that might make that a sound bite please uh, i dare you national treasure <laughs> edge of history series will be officially coming december 14th uh marvel's moon girl and devil dinosaur animated series will be coming to disney plus february 10th 2023 we got a bunch of new trailers unfortunately not all of them are public yet 
we do have uh, a friend of mine from the army. Uh, he's going to uh, do a little interview for us as soon as possible. We we were trying to do it yesterday, but he just didn't have time. Uh, but my buddy Jonathan Morena, he's a huge Disney slash superhero Marvel WB fan, and he actually went to D twenty three this year for the I think the first day. So he's kind of kind of run us through like the stuff he saw, his experience. So definitely look forward to that in the future. We might make it a short, or we might just put it in a podcast and clip it out as a short as well, so you can watch that. Uh, but shout out to Jonathan Morena, uh, and definitely look forward to that old buddy from four three one infantry. Uh, he also went to, I think, uh, D23 in 20, 2019 and he went to like every day in 2019. So he's got oh a lot of God. good context and insight. I, I kind of wonder what it was like, you know, post COVID and pre COVID. Uh, all right. Uh, these trailers, we got uh, another black Panther Wakanda forever trailer. We got a new, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp quantum mania trailer which has not been publicly released yet uh we got the first look at uh, the little mermaid we got andor the marvels got a trailer we got the secret invasion trailer for the six episode show uh we got the first look at echo we got the mandalorian season three trailer tales of the jedi which is another six episode series about you know, i guess each episode is basically an individual story yeah they're more shorts than episodes yep and we got uh our first trailer for indiana jones 5 uh a notable thing they had a uh, kihuay kwan the now 38 year old actor who played the little kid that yelled mr jones and temple of dune <laughs> poor sweet innocent short round <laughs> <laughs> there's a picture of them hugging and it just filled my heart with joy it, right before they ripped it out oh it hurts they showed a uh, trailer for the t- TV series coming to Disney Plus, Willow, which is based on the 1988 movie. Uh, there's a first look at Snow White. Uh, there was a trailer for Hocus Pocus 2 coming soon. Uh, they announced a, uh, a trailer for Peter Pan and Wendy, which is going to be a series. Um, it has Jude Law as Captain Hook. So interesting choice there interesting they have uh, disenchanted the sequel to the movie enchanted not Uh, to be confused with the uh matt greening animated series disenchanted yep (laughs) (laughs) a lot of confusing stuff here uh we got a trailer for werewolf by night which is an mcu based halloween series that will be coming late this october we got a trailer for Loki Season 2, Bad Batch Season 2. Let's go. Uh, they got a look at Young Jedi Adventures, which is an animated uh, Jedi uh, series for kids. And then a trailer for Strange World, which is a new Pixar movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Real quick, um, Ki- Kiho Quain is actually 51, not 38. Really? Yeah. The news article I read said 38. So yeah, no, that's amazing. He's, <laughs> he's even I, I older that, than I thought. The I was going to say because might be 38. Because Temple of Doom yeah. came out in 84, and there was no way he's 38. Considering I was born in 84 and I'm 38 in like a few weeks. Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should have triple source. Damn it. <laughs> the more you know. Don't worry. You can trust all of our reporting here on Hit the Books. Yeah. Trust every bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Mediocre. Never, we'll never steer you wrong. Never. Right? All right. 
And then we got a bunch of new announcements, but not necessarily any trailers for them. Uh, They announced that Matt Shackman will be directing the Fantastic Four movie coming in 2024. Of course, he did uh, uh, WandaVision. Captain America, The New World Order will feature Tim Blake Nelson from the 2008 Incredible Hulk movie. Uh, the same actor as the leader. Okay, why? Again, why are we using a Hulk villain? We're bringing in (laughs) this goes back to the She-Hulk thing. We're bringing everything back to the Incredible Hulk movie for some reason. (laughs) We wrote that movie off for a reason, correct? (laughs) I thought so, but apparently not. Guess that we're out of ideas. We got to start reusing shit that we that people forgot about. uh, It always comes back. It always comes back. I can't wait till they go back to the original one and bring that Velvet Revolver track back. Oh, yes. Was it Come In, Come Out? Yeah. Uh, the song? Love Velvet it, Revolver. It's Set Me Free. That's yeah. the one. That's right. Yeah. Come In, Come Out was for a different one. They did that for a different early Marvel movie, like early 2000s yeah. Marvel movie. Hmm. Might right. have been Punisher. Might have, it might have been. Might have been Punisher. Thunderbolts. You know. Thunderbolts. We got the this movie coming... Well, is it a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. Okay, confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> to tell anymore. I, I feel like it shouldn't be a movie, but I guess it is a movie. I mean, it's ba- it's their Suicide Squad. Come on. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I didn't say that's which, a good which, thing. Which one? I don't know yet. We'll find out. We'll find out next year oh, or in two years. That's an important question. Uh, right. Uh, we got the lineup for it. It's going to have Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, uh, Ghost, Red Guardian, uh, the alternate Black Widow, of course, uh, Winter Soldier, U.S. Agent, and Taskmaster. It will be directed by Jake Schreier. Any comments there? That's an entire team of people who can do the same goddamn thing. Yeah, I mean, I, it <laughs> should and be one person who's ghost. It should be interesting. <laughs> you have a person who can go through walls have, and an entire team of super soldiers. You well, and uh, a really annoying Elaine Benes. Uh, so uh, yes. you have her. I mean, super soldier. Yeah, super soldier. Super soldier. Super soldier. Uh, Elaine. <laughs> Elaine. <laughs> How many Seinfeld references can we get into one episode here? Oh, uh, let's see. It's still early. We still have a lot of shit to go through. I, I inserted a Seinfeld clip in last week's episode, which is part of the reason it took so long to get this episode done and upload it. As the point we were recording this, I have just gotten the upload finished because I had to get around some copyright. Yeah, uh, as you do. For the very short clip of uh, Kramer reacting to <laughs> Calvin Klein stealing his idea. Yeah. <laughs> because AEW stole my t-shirt idea. <laughs> I just want that movie to start with Here's the thing about Thunderbolts. <laughs> you see them, but you don't hear them <laughs> until seconds later. <laughs> What's the deal with that? <laughs> what is the deal with bad guys being teamed up to be exactly one good person? <laughs> Sorry, that was really dumb. <laughs> anyway, mediocre. Um, I no this this movie actually. I gotta say, I'm actually interested in this movie to see because it could either be really decent or absolutely god awful. Yeah, they kind of like Suicide Squad. <laughs> they need to they need to focus on this. Yeah, you know. Suicide Squad has one of the best WB movies, and Suicide Squad is also one of the. Probably the worst movie of all time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a big, b- 
big window of quality. <laughs> I I was not interested in this movie at all until I found out that Sebastian Stan was in it. And then I was like, okay, at least they have one person that might actually redeem <laughs> this movie. You know? <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. I mean, it's it's basically all the throwaway I, characters that I nobody feel, cares about. And, then and Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. And, and I feel like in. that's exactly what they did. They're like, we need somebody. We, they, I, I feel like Sebastian Stan, Sebastian Stan was like, they were already halfway done with the movie. And they're like, this is either going to, we're either going to have to scrap this or we're going to have to bring something in. Hey, what's Sebastian doing? <laughs> um, oh, is he done being Tommy Lee? <laughs> Oh, okay. Steer the boat, baby. Steer the boat. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, if you'd like to send your lewd Tommy Lee Sebastian no! fan art, no! Hit the bookvids at gmail.com. <sighs> Love you. I literally can't take you anywhere. <laughs> but yeah, um, Red Guardian, first off, uh, what's his face? Fucking. I can't, Stranger uh, Things guy. Yeah, Stranger Things guy. I can't think of his name right off the top of my head. Uh, mm. Last name starts with an H. Anyway. Yeah. I I think he's fantastic. The actor is hilarious, and the Red Guardian character... Harbor. David Harbor. Harbor. David Harbor. Harbor. Thank you. Yep. That's right. Um, the Red Guardian character, while it was a comedy, you know, comic relief character in uh, Black Widow, has potential. I'd agree. Yeah. I mean, there's there's potential for this whole project. There I just is. don't know if it's necessary. We'll find right. out. Right. I mean, we got a an Ant-Man cast off, a Black Widow cast off. Two Black a, Widow cast Two Black Widow cast offs. <laughs> three. Uh, no, three. Taskmaster. Task. Oh, three Black Widow cast offs. This is really just Black Widow 2. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have two Captain America cast offs. <laughs> what is the deal with throwaway characters? Disney's never going to sponsor us. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Fucking maybe. We'll see. <laughs> uh, next up, we got some info about the Armor Wars. Uh, basically, it will follow up right after uh, Secret Invasion. And uh, we'll feature several suits of armor from War Machine. Who would have really? guessed? There's going to be suits of armor in Armor Wars. It's Iron Man 3. That's, yeah, that's Are you exactly sure it's not it Iron Man 2? <laughs> also Iron Man 2. <laughs> Both Wait, had Iron Man suits 1. of armor. <gasps> I mean, that had, is this Iron that Heart? Had three suits of armor. Oh sir. God, Iron Heart is also a thing that's happening. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. There is so there, and I've heard rumors of Iron Lad as well at some point. I mean, they hinted it on. real hard in Iron Man Three. Yeah, like like you found the kid. Just give the kid this uh, CGI suit of armor that we're giving to everyone at this point. That kid's got to be an adult by now. He is. Oh, he's yeah. a grown-ass man. <laughs> so so yeah. what's the point? <laughs> Iron, not so lad. Yeah. Does he it's look, his son. Does he look young enough? <laughs> Go and on then, the Cobra Oh, Kai wait, we, have, yep. uh, <laughs> we also had Iron Spider. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> we, we totally did have uh, Iron Man Jr., are you sure we didn't already do Iron Lad? Because I'm pretty no, sure... No, that was Iron Spider. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Get your irons correct. Mm-hmm. Robert won't come back. This is all we can give you. <laughs> this is all we can give you because we can't afford him anymore. We're trying. Uh, we also got confirmation that the Daredevil Born Again will be specifically a reboot. 
uh, using the same cast. So I'm that's okay interesting. That. I'm okay with that. I mean, yeah. it frees them up to do a lot. I, I do kind of hope that they bring back the same actor to play Foggy because I liked him a lot. I think he played that character very well. I they've, can't think of that guy's name. They've brought back a lot of cast members at this point, yeah. so I imagine... I could give or take Paige. Yeah. Paige can... Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Paige was... Paige was a mediocre character in all of those Netflix shows. Are you saying they were mid? Mid. Yeah. <laughs> mid! But nothing against uh, Deborah Ann Wall. No. She's fantastic. She is fantastic. But they gave However, her nothing to do. Exactly. They literally gave her and nothing to do. It's can like... we please, 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 please for once have a Daredevil story that does not involve Elektra? Please. Uh, can we have a Daredevil story that actually gets Bullseye right? How do you get Bullseye right? <laughs> I don't know about that one. Good luck. I, I mean, it's pretty easy. You just you take a psycho, make I them mean, really into you know being basically a trick shot master. Cast Colin I Farrell. Feel like- Colin, no. I love Colin Farrell, but no. I feel like uh, Bullseye in the TV show was not bad. It wasn't bad, but it was teetering on the point of, like, are we... Is he Bullseye? Are we ever going to call him Bullseye? Like, we gave him the Daredevil suit because we don't know how to justify someone putting an actual Bullseye on their fucking forehead. (laughs) and i'm okay with that like i'm okay with making like we've talked about this before i'm okay with these movies making slight changes aesthetically to make it look less ridiculous and that's one of my biggest qualms with all the dc movies is that they aren't willing to make those changes so things just always look ridiculous Okay, but we, I'm also say that, glad that we're past the everybody just wears black leather all the time. Yeah, like we say that, and yet uh, She-Hulk episode five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, we also got some news about Star Wars Skeleton Crew, which will also star Jew Law. Uh, Why does it sound like a pirates of the caribbean in space it's lost in space star wars edition oh. that's what it looks like i didn't see that yep i, I must they, have missed that one yep they leaked a little footage they didn't well leaked <laughs> yeah they can't <laughs> leak it's leaked. not really a leak at their own fucking thing. oh yeah, yeah. so it's basically just a teaser where jude law has a bunch of kids and is it, in a ship in space that's, that's I, it that's it so mm. is it live action yes is it a show or a movie a show why? <laughs> <laughs> Let's maybe, I don't know, see if Andor is any good first. <laughs> and then we got some announcements about Awaju, which is a, another Pixar project in the pipe. I, I would describe it, but I can't. <laughs> uh, if you want to go look at that footage, trailer, teaser, whatever you want to call it, go ahead and do that. But I can't. It's it's blobs. It, 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 people moving. With, yeah, it's it, literally defies description so we'll see (laughs) maybe they'll flesh that idea out a little bit more in the future uh on the video game front they announced that there will be a captain america black panther world war ii game and will feature four main characters including uh the grandfather of t'challa um obviously steve rogers and then uh 
one of his cohorts, I forget the team for it's late. The howling Commandos. Thank you. Yeah. One of the Howling Commandos and then a basically undercover agent from Wakanda. Oh it, shit. Yeah, Is it, it looks uh, like one of the Dora Melage? Fuck. Uh, the I always want to call him Bam Bam Bigelow, but that's the wrong guy. <laughs> oh, uh, you mean Dum 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 Dugan. Dugan, yeah. <laughs> I always want to call him Bam Bam, Bam, Bam Bigelow. <laughs> it's one of those one of those fucking names. <laughs> I would really like them to just be like, psych, we're actually doing Wolverine. The Wolverine World War II, Wolverine Captain America World War II. Yeah. I would be excited for that if they didn't already announce a Wolverine game, which we still haven't seen anything for except for uh, an image of him popping his claws and yeah, teaser trailer. Yeah. yeah. It's going to, I think it's Sony exclusive. We got a release window for Midnight Suns which is a new Marvel game. It's basically like an XCOM-style strategy game using a bunch of Marvel characters. Uh, it will have a animated prequel coming at the end of October that you can watch to get ready for the story. What does this remind you of, Emery? Look, you, you Final Fantasy XV, you fool me once <laughs> with all of this ancillary homework you want me to do to get invested into this game that doesn't have a story in it. Fool me once. No. <laughs> it, it get get fooled once, can't get fooled again. Thanks, W. Strategery. <laughs> Perfect for this game. <laughs> yeah, and it's a card game. What the fuck? Well, the Midnight Suns is on a card game. Uh, I, I've seen cards in that game. I'm pretty there sure. There is a card game, but it's not this one. Are, are you sure? I'm because certain. I'm pretty sure Midnight Suns was about deck building. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're going to find in out. In yeah. December or maybe in October when they play, uh, you know, you know, whichever. Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> uh, we got a teaser trailer for a game called Tron Identity. Uh, it's basically a, uh, you know, story sim uh, about a crime that happened in this not too distant future in the not too distant future thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh this is coming from bethel studios so kind of a, a nice uh you know startup from a very established game creator uh marvel world of heroes will be a marvel ar game for your phone kind of like pokemon go uh, so you can look forward to that if you wish. There, Marvel Snap will be the new Marvel card game, which I th think may be what you're thinking of. I'm almost certain that it's not. But that's a deck-building battle game that will be coming to most devices, including primarily mobile. <laughs> <laughs> you did not just fucking hit me with that bullshit. <laughs> it's called Marvel Snap, motherfucker. <laughs> Mm, you think mm. your deck good enough? Mm. I will flip this goddamn table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did get some uh, first looks at Aliens and Dark Descent, uh, upcoming video game. Uh, we got an announcement of Gargoyles, the remaster, which is based on the 90s platform game. Oh, that's something I want to come back. They're doing everything with Gargoyles except making a new show. Yeah. They're making a comic book. They're making like an audio book. They're making this game, this remaster of an old 90s I'm game. I'm pretty sure the show is coming on to Disney Plus, too. If it's not already there, it's supposed but to be coming soon. They're not making a new show because 90% of that show was the voice of Keith David. <laughs> and, and we can't afford him again. That's fair, dog. That's fair. 
we got some first looks at Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. It's going to be a first-person action-adventure game uh, for next-gen con- consoles and PC. We did get some behind-the-scenes development stuff. It's going to be using the Snowdrop engine. Uh, getting a little bit of confirmation. Yeah, there is deck building. In... Is there? Yeah. Okay. Uh at the start of the mission, your players are allowed to choose from three heroes taken to battle. They are dealt a deck of random ability cards that they are restricted to, to during what the mission. What was that uh, animal game that does that? That they announced at Gamescom that we're making fun of all <laughs> the whole episode. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, it was like pastel Easter colored yeah, furries. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, they uh, used yeah. battle cards. They get three yeah. battle cards to shoot each other. Okay, yes. take my feelings for that game. And transplant it all the way onto Midnight Suns right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got Wolverine. Okay. Captain America. Yeah, playing fucking Yu-Gi-Oh, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the last bit of video game news from D23. Mickey Mouse and Friends is going to be a co-op game coming to the Switch in the very near future for the kiddos. So, out of all that news, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> Santa Claus is serious. There have been like six Santa Claus sequels at this point. So what do we need to do? And Make now, a fucking TV show. Now we have a TV. We series. are officially out of new material. Officially. Everybody is done. There is no more new ideas. I'm just amazed that Disney is still so cool with Tim Allen. Right? Because he's a very outspoken conservative guy. Yeah, and and he's like the Disney one. Disney is not. Yeah, and they've written off basically it's, everybody else. See, yeah, I, I'm almost certain that this is uh, in response to Lightyear not doing nearly the numbers that they were hoping. <laughs> right, so they're like, hey, Our Tim. bad. <laughs> hey, hey, Tim. Hey, 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 we need you. Sorry, buddy. Uh, uh, hey, um, that, that Lightyear thing, it, don't even worry about that, man. Just... Uh, just be Santa Claus again, please. Like, I, I don't. <laughs> Just be Santa Claus again. I don't. <laughs> we swear we've been good. Uh, hey, now we don't have to CGI your wrinkles anymore. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't agree with a lot of Tim Allen's opinions, no. but I find him awesome as as a actor. As an actor, he... he I, yeah. I love him. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah. So However, he's always going to have wild hogs. <laughs> oh, of all the no. things that you would no. bring up, you're going to bring no. up wild hogs. John Travolta on a motorcycle. <laughs> and it's not Grease 2. All right. Anyway, why? Why do we need a new Santa Claus show? We, we really we don't. don't. This is... Literally, we talked about bottom of the barrel earlier. This is feels bottom of the barrel. There is absolutely no reason no, for this. This is bottom of the barrel that we already emptied. Yeah. <laughs> what was the Netflix Santa Claus movies? Like they had two of them. They were pretty good. I'm trying to remember what they're called. I can't think of them. The only one I can think of is the the bad one that I think has uh what the fuck is his name? Um uh, Bill Goldberg? Yeah, <laughs> was, was, that is not the one I was thinking of, but <laughs> yes, definitely bad. <laughs> definitely bad. Uh, Bill Goldberg yeah, plays yeah, Santa Claus? He plays Santa Claus or Krampus or whatever the fuck it was. 
Some kind of holiday man. I wonder if that was a WWE production. I bet Uh, it was. That sounds like the D-list type of shit they would would pull. Almost entirely. Like that uh, Hulk Hogan war movie from the 80s. Do you remember? What the fuck movie was that? That's definitely not Suburban Commando. (laughs) Oh, I forgot about (laughs) Suburban Commando, too. No, there was a... I have a buddy named Brock. Shout out to Brock if you're watching this. He is the king of B-list, C-list, D-list movies. And he will school anybody at this table. (laughs) We should bring him on one day. Just for like a special shitty movie episode. (laughs) One day. the podcast. Holy shit. Bill Goldberg was in 11 episodes of The Goldbergs. What? He played a coach. That's hilarious. Great In a show literally with his last name in it. Wink, wink. (laughs) He played... Some coach. He was in two episodes of The Flash? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Neither do I. That must have been after I stopped watching. I'm trying to find that. Uh, uh, you just reminded me of the Mel Gibson Santa Claus movie. <laughs> Santa's Sleigh. Santa's Sleigh. That's what it's fucking called. Santa's Sleigh with Bill Goldberg. <laughs> Oh, are Who you talking about Santa? the the Mel the Mel Gibson one where he's all about punishment? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually great <laughs> in the dumbest way. <laughs> but that's not the that's also not the Santa Claus movie I was thinking of. I just can't remember. Oh my god, this is fantastic! That's the actor from. Oh, man. <laughs> you gotta put this up on there when we're talking about all right i'll post the picture of yep. goldberg yeah. like santa claus you gotta do it uh, <laughs> oh my god he's got a star david on his face that's amazing <laughs> fucking perfection do you guys remember the hebrew hammer oh my god yeah. Yeah, that, movie. <laughs> that movie was so terrible it's so it great so bad it's so dumb because my mind is unfortunately a steel trap, I still remember the phrase, the baddest heap this side of Tel Aviv. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that movie came out, like, right after my mom converted back to Judaism, and it, did, did, <laughs> it was, like, Did on the Jews our house. really need shaft? <laughs> is, is that what this was? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shabbat shalom, motherfucker. <laughs> Oh my god! I remember that used to get played on Comedy Central. It was yeah. one of Comedy Central's. We're gonna play the same movie for six months yeah. because we don't have shit else. Uh, that was uh, a rant we definitely didn't need to go on, but you're welcome. You're welcome. Mediocre. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I I really feel like Secret Invasion could have a lot of impact. It's yes. it's probably the one project that has the most impact to me and i feel like it's the most important right now since that's kind of their big thing right now is the whole scrolls and kang and, and all they that need some star power back yeah, let's be honest I, yeah. they need i, I think they it's need gonna be, back it's gonna be that it's gonna be wakanda forever because yes. there's there's gonna be namor and possibly dr doom's first uh appearance mm-hmm and Quantumadia, which is supposed to have Modoc and Kang. Right. Well, we the hmm. fact <laughs> about that though. That, 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 fucking, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Hopefully, it's not the that fucking robot face that they were trying to go with. Yeah, it didn't encourage a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of faith. A lot of faith. Yeah. I mean, they're 
clearly I feel like we've been in a slump since uh like since the end of the Infinity Saga and it's just a lot of filler and the, the hangover I'm, phase. Yeah. yeah like was, the, the pieces are starting. Yeah. The pieces are starting to show now and we're starting to get little like scraps of what the next plot line's actually gonna be. Yeah. So Sh- it's time shower to re- beer here or there. Yeah. It's let's like, like, like let's fucking go. Yeah, let's start like, it. Or it, it it feels like this is a period of Marvel still trying to work it out. Yeah. Like what are what are we really doing? And you know, to be fair, they gave us a decade of great material and stuff that could inspire works well into the future. Yeah. It's they did. it's hard to be ungrateful <laughs> <laughs> and bitter about it, you know. They're they're touching base on characters that have no right to right. be <laughs> no, absolutely produced at this level. So, shout out to them for putting the effort in. They're they're doing a lot of fan service and a lot of things that nobody in their right mind would make the effort to do. Yes, who would have ever thought that one of their main characters would be Yelena Belova? Yeah. Who would have thought one of their main characters would be just Owen Wilson in a mustache? <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> Glitch in the Matrix. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't know you guys could actually hire me for this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think Secret Invasion is going to make or break this final phase until Fantastic Four comes. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yep. <clears throat> assuming that they get that right. I uh, think Wakanda Forever looks powerful. It's going to be difficult to do, um, unfortunately, without Chadwick. Um, however, from the little, and I know they're just teasers and trailers and shit like that, but from what I've seen so far, it's, I, my hopes are probably a little too high for that one. I, I'm so afraid that mine are too high as well. Did you see the controversy where the rock was saying that the, the guy playing Namor is too fat? He's not, he's not buff enough for the role. (laughs) (laughs) Dwayne I like how you're addressing him like you're his dad (laughs) Yeah, I saw this it might be just a you know a playful thing but it was all over the internet yesterday Dwayne stop it (laughs) watch Black Adam (laughs) yeah until you're in a not DC movie I don't want to hear anything coming from you Dwayne I'm sorry the Fast and the Furious movie (laughs) <laughs> Movies don't count either. I just want to know when we're going to get the Sylvester Stallone Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, they teased I, it. Yeah, yeah. He he does. We've seen show nothing up like twice with. I mean, that's a minimum team. a TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's. But we They've already teased... gave away James Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> They've teased a lot of shit though that never came to fruition. So that's true. That's fair, dog. Yeah. Any other uh, big things you want to? talk st- about before we move on i'm still waiting for the uh oh, shit not morbius god damn it it's morbid time <laughs> on netflix right now it's what the fuck is morbid Two: the bloodiest uh... boogaloo <laughs> <laughs> fuck what the hell is the black sorcerer's name uh mordo mordo <clears throat> waiting for them to do absolutely I'm, yeah i'm anything still waiting for the mordo uh thing from the end of the first fucking doctor strange movie <laughs> Speaking of teasers that they've never done anything with since. 
uh, when they finally get around to doing Doctor Strange 3 in like four more years. <laughs> yeah. I do wonder if there's like somebody on the internet just compiling a list of cameos and scenes that just never got explained or fleshed out. Right. <laughs> it's like it never comes back. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing we might do. <laughs> nah. One day. Here's She-Hulk. <laughs> like, oh, like we've got plans for Mordo from an alternate universe. A... Uh, there, There is one thing from all of that that I am kind of excited for. It is actually the Captain America plus Black Panther video game because it's being, like, the story is being written by the same woman who did, I think it was the first three Uncharted games, mm. as well as, like, she has this entire series called The Legacy of Kane that I am... Oh, my God. I fucking love The Legacy of Kane. Y- yes. And Soul Reaver yep. was fantastic. And a canceled Star Wars game. <laughs> and a canceled Star Wars game. I don't know what the fuck she's been doing all these years, too. It's, I mean, it's good that Amy Henning's coming back. Yeah. But uh, she's biding her time and waiting for the right project, and it sounds like I want, this is it. I want hope. more Legacy of Kane games. Uh, fucking Soul Reaver was fantastic. Soul Reaver 2 let me down a lot. But the, that studio was recently bought by, what was it, Embracer Group? Probably. Embracer Group is buying up everything yep. that Microsoft or Sony isn't. Yep. Uh, right. They bought several branches of Squaresoft, or uh, Square Enix. Yeah. Me. Old school. <laughs> <laughs> old, old school. Yeah. Uh, went back to the 90s on that one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I also have hope. Yeah. I hope if they ever do another Legacy of Kane series that they pay every dollar that Amy Hennig is asking for. Yes, I agree. 100%. Would you rather have a sequel or a reboot? I feel like the art style doesn't work for modern day, so I feel like it would have to be a reboot. Yeah, Yeah, probably. You'd have to... But there's so many different plot lines in there. Like, do you go the Kane route, or do you go the... I mean, Ra- Azra- what the fuck was his name? Raziel. Raziel. Yeah. I'm like, Azriel. No, that's not right. Raziel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's an I- R, but not where you think it is. <laughs> God, <damn> it. <laughs> God. <laughs> How dare you tell the perfect joke? <laughs> you son of a bitch. Love you. <laughs> uh, they could go either way. But I think if you're going to go anyway with this, you gotta start with Kane. Yeah, probably. It, I mean, it's I mean, it's it literally the in the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, uh, yes, but Soul can... Reaver was so much better. It, it was, and the first one was a damn near blatant Diablo ripoff. That being said, but, yeah, yeah, it, the first Legacy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the first like Blood Omen was Blood Omen was absolutely a Diablo ripoff. Yeah. You're oh yeah, one hundred percent right. Uh, that being said. As long as Amy Hennig is at the helm with the story, honestly, the story carried most of that gameplay. Yeah. Like, if we're being perfectly honest. And it is because of that that I am willing to play a Captain America Black Panther game, even though the premise by itself, without her in it, doesn't really interest me that much. But with her at the helm, it's like... Okay, she's got a story to tell, and I want to hear it. Yeah, it's 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 a cool concept. It's not something you would immediately jump to if you were thinking of like, what do I want to see out of the Marvel cinematic or right. excuse me, Marvel universe? 
Um, Amy Hennig telling a dumb, dumb Dugan story. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Anyone telling a dumb, dumb Dugan story. And even the (laughs) casting's weird. Like, you're going to use World War II era Black Panther with Captain America? That's... Of all the people? Oh, uh, yeah. right. Okay, I guess like, so. Let's, she's, let's do it. She's got a World War II story to tell, and I'm almost certain it's going to involve the Red Skull. Because, well, I mean, how can you not? Yeah, yeah I mean, like, let's be honest. Well, because Marvel only ever used him exactly twice. Right. And the second time is still baffling to me. How the hell do you wait that long just because Hugo Weaving will not say yes again? Let's get someone else. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she wants to tell probably a Captain America and Black Panther against the Red Skull because Nazis are a really easy enemy to use. Well, yeah. I just... Nobody's going to argue... Well, I'm sorry. That's wrong. (laughs) People will nowadays argue about punching Nazis. I wish you didn't have to second guess that. I know. But the world we live in... Yeah. Anyway, not to get political. However, everyone, it is your duty to punch a Nazi in the face. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to contest that. (laughs) Speaking of punching Nazis in the face, Indiana Jones 5. What the? Somebody let him retire, please. He got injured, like, like seriously injured, like three times during the filming of this film. He almost died making this movie. (laughs) Do you remember the same fucking thing happened during Crystal Skull, too? They had to yeah. push back production of Crystal Skull for like six months because he broke his fucking ankle. Yeah, and this is in between him crashing planes and nearly right. dying. When he was younger. Harrison, <laughs> what are you doing? He's drunk. <laughs> He's not paying attention. <laughs> I, did you guys watch have the presentation you, for it? No, but have you ever seen an interview with Harrison Ford and where oh, he yeah. is not completely plastered? This this isn't that kind of movie. No. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I don't just, really care. I just cash the check, man. And let him just uh <laughs> you just whatever you want, you know. Yeah. With his one earring. <laughs> <laughs> He's got this tiny little stud earring, but the hole's like three times bigger than the earring. Like <laughs> Do I tell him? <laughs> well, I, I I will say that in the presentation he did for the movie, it was very like touching. Like it, it clearly means a lot to him. More than way more than Star Wars. Did. Well, yeah, absolutely. He, he fucking hates Star Wars. But I, clearly he put everything into this movie and I I am hoping beyond hope that it's at least okay. Yeah, he put everything. That is not crystal skull like like his bad. his blood and his bones that he keeps breaking because and it the seems dude's like, like ninety eight years old. He has no fucking <laughs> calcium left in his bones. God. And this is supposedly going to be his last role. Period. This is his retirement role. So, I mean, he got choked up on stage and like it. It really showed that hey, this this means a lot to him. So, I I'm hopeful. That this will come out okay. Oh, and same not sweet not, summer child. Not be dirt. <laughs> I'm I'm hopeful too, but it's. Yeah. We know how the last yeah. one went. Aliens. We know how the last one went. Aliens. <laughs> I my real question. What the fuck else is he gonna dig up this time? Aliens. <laughs> my real question is, please tell me Shia LaBeouf is not back in this one again. That. I have not seen him in anything related to this. He's so too busy being crazy. If he, if he so. is, it'll be a surprise. 
That is a surprise that I would like to keep in the box. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Any last things you guys want to touch on? Regift. <laughs> <laughs> Go cry at your own movies again. All right. <laughs> Moving on. We got a bunch of news out of a surprise Nintendo Direct, including... Nah, 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 nah. Of course, the biggest news, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, or maybe Tears of the Kingdom, based on the subject. Uh, It is a sequel to The Breath of the Wild, the big hit game uh, that came out for the Nintendo Switch, of course. It will be coming specifically May 12th, 2023. I'm sure that exact date, it will not get pushed back. You're going to notice a lot of exact dates from Nintendo at this direct, (laughs) which nobody else in their sane mind does. And they're like talking late 2023 dates. And I'm like, how do you know? (laughs) It will be done exactly on this date. Yeah. Because we are Japanese and we do everything precisely. Or they're fired. Please tell that to Sony. Yeah, that's true. The the last Guardian took like six extra years to The last Guardian got announced in 2007? At least, if not before. Yeah, no, it was 2007 because it got. It It took so long. It got announced. (laughs) And it's not good. (laughs) Yeah. Because, yeah, I was still playing. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus when they announced The Last Guardian. Yeah, and there there was this like uh, Dark Souls like medieval game that they announced too that never saw the light of and day. Never either. will. I'm almost certain that was a tech demo. Yeah, <laughs> but they keep, they kept insisting <laughs> it was like coming. Project it's, something. Yeah, it's been like and, 15 uh, years. Uh, we'll we'll it'll be ready when it's ready. Isn't that right, CD Project Red? <laughs> <laughs> no, even if it's not ready, we'll still release it. <laughs> But uh, we we received some uh, trailer footage. It, the thing about the trailer, it made me wonder why this game is taking so fucking long. Because they're using the same fucking map. It looks like Wait, DLC. It's the same map from Breath of the Wild. It's all the, they add but, is like a second the same layer the character why? from Breath of the Wild. But like, just but stuff why? goes up in the air. We we went vertical this but, time. But it's why? Skyward Sword. On top of Breath of the Wild. No! <laughs> Anything but Skyward Sword! Uh, <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah. What a weird series. What a weird company. Uh, they, uh, they're so strange. Sometimes they know what they're doing. Mind you, like an entire decade behind the rest of the class. And then other times, it's just like... It's almost like they didn't learn why we didn't go in that direction with other games. The thing that the thing that always gets me about Nintendo and the thing that I love about Nintendo is their we don't give a fuck attitude. Like they they stopped trying to compete with Microsoft and Sony like over Three a decade ago. Yeah. And they're just like, "Hey, people like our games. I don't care if everybody likes our games. There's always going to be people that buy our fucking console." So no, no matter how outdated it is at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, when we get to the other video game news, you'll notice a lot of titles not coming to Nintendo well, Switch. Well, yeah, because the <laughs> fuck, it's not compatible They're anymore. They're coming to PS4 and Xbox, uh, what was, what's the last one? One? Yeah. Xbox One. Xbox One, because naming conventions are a thing. I'm just going to say Xbox from now on. Like, the, the, I don't care if it's One or Series S or Series X well, no. or Xbox. See, we went the, with you can't Xbox, name anything. and then we went to Xbox 360, and then we went to Xbox One. 
And then we went to Xbox Series X. None of this makes also, sense, Microsoft. But it's also <laughs> Series S if you don't want to spend as much money as a Series X. <laughs> what the fuck? One, two, three, four, five. How hard is that? I can't wait till <laughs> Xbox Vista. Yeah. That'll be a huge hit. Xbox 95. <laughs> Xbox XP. Oh, shit. <laughs> Celsius. Deep cuts. Ooh, we got to get more X's on this thing. But no, uh, I mean, yeah. I'm an Xbox person, but I hate their fucking naming conventions. They're garbage. <laughs> it's frustrating. There's Xbox Slim and Xbox Fridge. It makes, <laughs> <laughs> it, makes it so hard to promote them. Like, Although I will say after uh, spending time with the two of you and uh, playing on your fucking PlayStation, I'm actually considering the next time I do getting it get a console going back to playstation it's got the, games the controller's awesome games. like i mean there's there's you, no doubt i've always like thought a, a playstation yeah. exclusive game with like the full haptics and everything yeah. it's awesome I, it's I a have, totally next level experience oh yeah i i've played i had a playstation i had a playstation 2 the only reason i switched to xbox is because the playstation 3's price point was fucking twice as much as the xbox 360 no yeah that, so that was a mistake that but, they learned very quickly and then i just stuck with xbox since then however yeah there's no doubt in my mind the playstation had an excellent controller idea from the original playstation that's why it's barely changed in six five generations yeah it's like the epitome of if it ain't broke right yeah they've added a couple updates to it they've made the haptics better they've added some buttons and that weird fucking touch thing that i kept fucking up when i was trying to (laughs) button mash uh, tony hawk but no, I mean PlayStation, Sony for sure has the superior controller, and that's yeah, coming from somebody who has been an exclusive Xbox player for the past what thirteen? Or, oh shit, like sixteen years. Yeah, yeah I, I oh would argue that Microsoft had the superior console from Xbox the original all the way through one. I would, I would, yeah. yeah. Even one, despite the terrible marketing that they had the, for it, it would was a good console and yeah. superior to the PS4 because the PS4 was just basically a, a a reaction to the PS3, which let's just make this a PC with a PlayStation right. logo, and it's it and was basically the exact same specs as a Xbox One, like I PS5 had PS5 and Series XS. That's where I think PS5 really made a difference with their controller and with their 3D audio. I think those two things in particular. Right I, now, Xbox, you can't get away from the value of Game Pass. I think that's like a phenomenal thing that they've been doing for you know what two years now, three years, it's been long, way longer than that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's been yeah. a while. I mean, they've had that advantage yeah. for a while, but and I think they, the Sony brand, did a really good job this round with their peripherals and their support for vr2 which is coming soon like and they're still supporting the original vr like they they're just knocking it out of the park with innovation where i think nintendo used to pride themselves with that and they're not i think nintendo's biggest issue is they tried something off the wall with the wii it didn't work the way they wanted to and that's when they gave up their competition and that's when they got that fuck it you know, people are going to play us because people like Mario and Zelda and shit like that. No, but right. we don't have to be number one anymore. Yeah, no, we're we're committed to being the the number one when it comes to console gimmicks. Yeah, and like I remember when uh, 
like Nintendo, it was the the Xbox 360 era, Xbox 360 versus um, PlayStation. And Nintendo was specifically was saying, hey, they like partnered with Microsoft and they're like, hey, you can buy both of our consoles for the same price as a Sony PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. Like those commercials yep. were everywhere. It's yeah. like, hey, buy a Wii and a 360 instead of buying a fucking PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> it's like clearly. And then they went clear the opposite yeah. with the next gen. Yeah. <laughs> then they had the whole game sharing thing was locked. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. PlayStation oh, had their whole yeah. press thing. Yeah. This is how you share a game on PlayStation. And they just handed it to each other. Yeah. <laughs> like just trolling. Yeah. Like it's, it's hilarious how these companies just totally mishandle an entire generation from one to the next, you know? But uh, yeah. this, I think the thing that annoys me the most about Microsoft this generation is how they split up two tiers of consoles. Right. They have the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S, and that guarantees that every third-party developer has to down-res, and, and yep. they can't push the hardware for all the platforms the way they should because there's this kind of middle-tier console that they right. have to develop for right, as right. well and support as well or right. else they can't be on the series systems that's the part that frustrates me because they they kind of strangle put a stranglehold on the third party industry well the thing that uh, has always kept up nintendo in the running is the thing that really ultimately matters once we get down to all of the bullshit that comes when we talk about the differences between consoles is what fucking games do they have? Right. Well, I'm glad you asked. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, of course, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom or Terrors of the Kingdom because it was a Japanese broadcast. We don't know which. I could cry. But <laughs> it has the kingdom tearing apart. So you would think maybe it's Terrors of the Kingdom. But they also apologized for posting it on the same date that the queen died for Tears of the Kingdom because they realized that might be insensitive to the queen dying. A little bit. Mm. That's all right. Yeah, so. a, just, that was just uh, <laughs> it's it's unfortunate hard. timing. I think it's probably t- Tears of the Kingdom. That would make more sense because Tears of the although Japanese translations, but Tears of the Kingdom doesn't make any fucking sense. Japan, right, yeah, Japan. Anyway, thanks, Japan. We got an announcement that Pikmin Four is coming in 2023. So Pikmin fans For look forward to that. All those people that still remember Pikmin exists. Uh, and you'll notice a, a general theme with a lot of these Switch announcements. Yeah. Mm. Nobody gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Fire Emblem Engage, the next mainline title for Switch coming January 20th, 2023. Again, specific date. Uh, Kirby's Return to Dream Deluxe, which is a Wii remake, will be coming to Switch February 24th, 2023. Because they don't have any games, so they have to keep bringing old generation games <laughs> to their console. Uh, they're, they're, they're not the only ones guilty of that. Let's be real. We got an Octopath Traveler 2 announcement coming February 24th, 2023. However, this time around, it will not be exclusive to the Switch. However, it was not announced for Xbox, so we'll see if Microsoft ends up getting that as well. Um, we got a new trailer for Bayonetta 3. Which I gave up on Bayonetta 2 because it was exclusive to Nintendo. (laughs) And I had no interest in getting a Nintendo system to play Bayonetta 2. Uh, It's set to release October 28th of this year. So coming very soon. We got Final Fantasy Theat Rhythm. Final bar line. Theat Rhythm. Theat. 
Theatrhythm. Theatrhythm? Theatrhythm. Anyway. Like, uh, the, There's an it, R, but not it, where you think it is. <laughs> God. Sorry. It uh, keeps old joke. coming back. Uh, it's called Final Fantasy Theatrhythm Fire and Bar Line, coming February 16th, 2023. It's a cool idea. Music game featuring 385 originals from the Final Fantasy series history. There will be a season pass, because of course there is, uh, that will add 90 additional pieces of music. How about this? How about you just release a complete game with <laughs> yeah, all the music? That would be nice. Because it's a fucking music game and nobody's going to buy your DLC. We know your marks. <sighs> Pay us more money. Annoying. Uh, we got uh, kind of a cool announcement. Several N64 titles will be coming to the Switch, including GoldenEye, 007, Pilot Wings, Mario Parties 1 through 3, Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2, 1080 Snowboarding, and Excitebite 64. They will be hitting the system in 2022 and 2023. And yes, GoldenEye 007 will support online multiplayer. You know there's a caveat to GoldenEye 007, right? It's only going to support online multiplayer. They're not going to have the campaign? I'm almost certain that it's going to have the campaign, but there's no local co-op. No split screen? But it's a Switch. Yeah. You can, it's literally made to go to other people's homes and, and it play it. It literally has two controllers on the side of it that you can take off and make individual control. If this is true, <laughs> Nintendo, <laughs> this is the dumbest thing <laughs> since fucking... <sighs> fucking correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, triple source, bro. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say that I don't doubt you because the fact that this is a really dumb idea, however... Because of the fact that this is a really dumb idea, you're probably right. <laughs> that's, that's probably the worst part. That yeah. it's believable. <laughs> that we don't have a full 100% doubt that you are correct. <laughs> that's the worst part of this. <laughs> it's like, you, what, do you guys not have Nintendo Switches? <laughs> you don't have your own? Oh, oh that's a shame. Buy one. Two ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> the which, price never goes which down. Again, I, how do we not have a Switch Pro at this point? How long has the system been out? They just recently, last year or the year before, did Switch OLED, which is ma- the, a minor upgrade on the screen on the device. Right. Nothing else. Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> no processing improvement. No GPU improvement. Mobile. <sighs> Just play mobile. It's ridiculous. <laughs> my my cell phone is more powerful than the fucking Nintendo Switch at this point. That's how behind they are. They <sighs> they set in their ways. Thy name is Nintendo. <laughs> Buy forty thousand dollars worth of stock. And go protest <laughs> at their next stockholder meeting, like some fans have. Oh, as opposed to asking where. Fucking F-Zero is. We got a new trailer for Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core Reunion. It will be coming officially December 13th, 2022. Did you see the trailer? I did. What did you think? Uh, they're updating the visuals and the faces all almost as though they were doing it using an AI bot, which uh, looks a little interesting, gives their faces a weird deep fake look, which is not what I was expecting from a remaster of a game. Uh, the combat looks completely untouched, which was kind of a problem because you're just, you're cycling through things. It's like, you you don't even get to hit attack consistently. You have to cycle through 
to choose attack in a game that's trying to be like an action-oriented thing. Yeah, this was in a period where the um, Square Enix company was just fascinated by card-based attack styles and lottery systems. And obviously, Crisis Core had a lot of that. Another game was a a Kingdom Hearts game for the Game Boy Advance. I want to say it was Chain of Memories. Is that the one? Uh, yeah. But it was it, they used cards to do your attacks, and you had to cycle through the deck every time you tap the attack button. I didn't realize button. Kingdom Hearts was that old that there was a Game Boy Advance. There, <laughs> there was, yes. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Started on PS2. <laughs> but Square Enix be crazy. And we just got the third one. Third yeah. one. At the end of the life cycle of the PS4. Speaking of catching up, I still have that sitting on my hard drive. I was all ready to play it. And then you told me that there's basically no Final Fantasy characters in it uh, at all. Uh, there <laughs> and, in, and I decided never to touch it. There, there is Because the whole point of Kingdom Hearts is mixing Final Fantasy with Disney. Well, yeah. Uh, caveat. Uh, the, the there is one character who's actually actively a reference to what one of the people who was designing this game had originally intended. I know this is very long and drawn out. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the original intention behind Final Fantasy Fifteen. No. The the guy who left Final Fantasy Fifteen to finish Kingdom Hearts Three has his own version of the characters from Final Fantasy XV in an advertisement for a game that's never going to come out. <laughs> this is a Versus 13? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he had to protest his canceled game. In another game in another that he was game. told to finish. Uh, Square Enix Welcome is crazy. Welcome to Square Enix. Yeah. They're crazy. <laughs> You look like you're about to call your dad to come pick you up. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard something more accurate. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, I watched the trailer as well. I thought it was pretty neat. I I love that they're actually taking the time to do this because, quite frankly, if they're going to do what they're doing with the remake, they kind of have to explain themselves. Which you can't really do with a PSP title that nobody can play because <laughs> it's not available anywhere except the PSP or some kind of pirated software. I think you can technically play as those protest characters uh, in, hilariously, a DLC. <sighs> <laughs> That's so annoying. <laughs> but I am encouraged for this reunion as much as we're dragging Square Enix through the mud right now. Hey, you take the good, you take the bad. However, it being on Switch, that kind of answers the question why it didn't look as pretty in the Square Enix 25th anniversary, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII anniversary mm-hmm. trailer. I was like, oh, this looks a little rough around the edges. Oh, it's because it's coming to fucking Switch. That's why. <laughs> Thanks, Nintendo. Thanks, Nintendo. Uh, We got a trailer for Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life uh, in the form of a remake called Story of Seasons. It will be coming summer 2023. My wife loves those games, so Hmm. she'll definitely look forward to that. We got a preview of a game called Fae Farm, which is a fantasy-based farm sim RPG. Uh, It looks terrible. It looks like a mobile game because that's what is mostly coming to Switch nowadays. 
like I said, my my cell phone is more powerful than Nintendo Switch right now. Everyone's is. It's frustrating. Uh, we got a, a trailer for a Japanese horror game, Fatal Frame Mask of the Lunar Eclipse, which is a 2008 Japan exclusive. Fatal Frame. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Yep. Hey, you guys like photo mode on the PS5? Hey, <laughs> what if you we guys... made an entire game hey, around that? Hey, you guys that? like that, that niche game that came out in 2002? Oh, you mean Pokemon Snap? No, I meant Fatal Frame. Oh, <laughs> so this this I think can be two things. This one didn't even make it to things. the West. So <laughs> no, there was a fa- there is, was a, a Fatal Frame that came this out. This is a sequel to the original. Yeah, yeah. which Jeez. I'm pretty which, sure wait, came out in like it, 2002. I'm talking about Kojima, that's that's a game that would shut off your system and make you think that the game had crashed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the game is ridiculous. Oh my god! So oh, sorry, I was wrong. It was de- 2001. I was so even close. older. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. You're gonna get more, so, Nick. I'm a little worried. I'm like <laughs> so. For those of you in the West who did not get to uh, play Mask of the Lunar Eclipse, it will be coming to Switch in early 2023. For all of you that care. Yeah, <laughs> all five of you. That's generous. <laughs> Again, they don't have games, so they're just going to old shit that they're trying to dig up and rework. Then fucking remake like Super Mario sixty four. It's <laughs> Nintendo. It's, they don't do what you want. Clearly, <laughs> it's their whole gimmick. We're we're slowly learning that fact. And remember we're when they very made you pay off. sixty bucks for some cardboard so you could pretend to play the piano. You're welcome, Nintendo. Remember when they uh, sold that <laughs> virtual reality machine that just gave people uh, eye issues because they just stared at a red screen two inches away from their face? <laughs> my buddy, Virtual boy. I had one. <laughs> my, <laughs> Me too. My next, I didn't have one, but my next door neighbor, Will Carroll, again, shout out. He had a virtual boy, and we played it one time <laughs> I, yeah. and we were like fuck this <laughs> yeah I had one I played it way too much and I'm pretty sure I have vision issues because of the virtual boy <laughs> if there is a class action lawsuit against Nintendo for eye damage due to virtual boy please send the information to us hit the books vids at gmail.com <laughs> thank you I will testify I remember <laughs> seeing so there was a virtual boy ad where um, the person was laying on their back with the visor on their head and with the controller in their hand. I tried doing that once. I don't know if you ever, like, that thing, first off, was heavy as fuck. (laughs) And then the second, it didn't, it didn't balance well. So the second you, like, like, twitch slightly it would fall off and crash onto the floor yeah we had it on a stand or yeah or you had the stand that you had to hunch over the table like this it was ridiculous and i'm pretty sure that's why i have back problems too is from the fucking if there is a class action lawsuit (laughs) against nintendo for back issues caused by the virtual boy uh, all those people that tried to sue them are now in a ditch somewhere yeah face down We'll get receipts. Yeah, I remember that. me, my, me and my buddy Will Carroll would try to, and then we were on his bedroom floor. You know, he had a hardwood floor. We were yeah. like sitting there, like trying to crane our necks through it so we could see, yeah. and like it, you couldn't get low enough unless you were like on all fours, like hunched down. It was it's just a terrible execution. It was just poorly, the poorest of poor design. Who who came was, up with this? There was Nintendo. one kind of 
cool game that they had that was like this it was a, a flying game that was kind of like wire mesh animation and everything that was oh. actually kind of fun but oh my god that fucking still game. not as the 3d fact, as balls no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that the the console itself would say don't play this for more than half an hour at a time <laughs> <laughs> you might injure your eyes if you play this for longer than half an hour at a time. Oh. And there was actually a setting where it would auto-pause it for you every 30 minutes. Nintendo. <laughs> what a company. <laughs> uh, truly mavericks of game design. Uh, next up, they announced Tunic Adventures will be coming to the Switch. This is basically, a, a ironically, a Legend of Zelda ripoff with a fox character. I mean, it literally wears the same green tunic and everything. And it was a mobile game that was real popular. But he's like, that's a total ripoff. And now it's coming to Switch. (laughs) (laughs) How bold. (laughs) Interesting. uh, Usually they sue the fuck out of anybody that rips off their games. No, this time they just brought it along. Because they can't find anyone else to make games for them. You you made a Zelda game. Oh, I'm almost certain they they tried. I'll give you $5. (laughs) The lawyers came to the conclusion that it is technically legally distinct enough because it's a fox we can't buy it not a human (laughs) yeah yeah hey listen fuck you shut the fuck up navi (laughs) uh we got another announcement uh a kind of cute looking cgi it takes two co-op game uh will be coming to switch on november 4th it's a basically an indie game about two Two characters making their way downtown, uh, you walking know, fast, <laughs> trying to make their way to couples therapy. Da, 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 da. Uh, Sifu, the uh, hit. <laughs> Did you know she got arrested recently for domestic violence? That's amazing. <laughs> That's I amazing. Did the, I at work. What? I did the story. Yeah, yeah. What's her face? She got arrested for domestic violence. She apparently beat the shit out of her husband oh or boyfriend God. or whatever. It's like that internet meme where they they sink the did it did it did it to people like hitting their head on stuff. Yeah, <laughs> she's just bashing this fucking dude's head. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, that poor anyway, man. Moving on. <laughs> the hit indie game C. Fu will be coming to Switch on November 8th. Tales of Symphonia Remaster, based on the uh, GameCube game, will be coming early 2023 to the Switch. And Switch Sports will be getting a free golf mode this holiday. There's some other DLC announcements, but I don't care. I don't yeah. care about any of this. I'll be honest. This is the most boring fucking announcements I've ever seen in Nintendo. my life. <laughs> Thanks, Nintendo. Why don't you buy $40,000 worth of stock and go tell them that? I might. <laughs> I still love that. That's a literal story. That literally happened. How, so, some how neckbeard fucking... Nintendo fanboy, 40-year-old dude is just like, you're not making F-Zero. <laughs> I'm going to protest. How calcified, how dug in your heels have to be <laughs> for one of your fans who grew up and finally got a fucking job. <laughs> Oh, Same. sorry. It was a Michelle Branch. It wasn't Vanessa Carlton. It was Michelle Branch. It was the other one that's exactly the same as her. God damn it. <laughs> Abusive. That's also hilarious, but a little disappointing. It's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> she was listening to Vanessa Carlton while she was beating the shit out of her husband. And decided, hey, 
I might want to treat this one right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Emery, you are the worst. Sometimes I hate your encyclopedic knowledge of just every music and movie thing ever. <laughs> hey, I feel it, like you would be the perfect cast member of those, you know, I love the 80s, I love the 90s yeah, TV 100%. shows from VH1. Uh, steel trap up here. It's a blessing and a curse. They need to they need to hire you. <laughs> it's it's amazing. <laughs> I can't tell you how impressed I am with the shit you pull out of your ass sometimes. <laughs> I, I can't even remember my own name half the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, and you're about to have a kid? Ooh. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's your birthday? Already? <laughs> Again? Didn't you just have one? <laughs> like last year? Why do we keep celebrating this? What do you mean you ate? <laughs> you're already born. Did... did Walk. <laughs> <laughs> Crawl. Do something. Ugh. Oh, oh no! You pooped again. I'm gonna end up being like the uh, dad from Stranger Things. <laughs> you know, he's always just like reading the paper. They're like just crazy shit going on in the background. Uh, he has no idea. He's just ignoring them. Fucking what's his name from the Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> <laughs> I wear these glasses specifically so that no one can look me in the eyes. Yeah, there's a reason I waited this long to become a father. <laughs> I can't trust myself. Oh. No, I'm excited. It, it'll be cool. Welcome back. Hey, thanks. Yeah, did uh, you uh, think of Dr. Feet again? And had to make a pit stop? Yeah. All right. Nice. Forgot about Dr. Feet. Somebody fucking kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Just well, wait until Tuesday. Oh. Is there anything from Nintendo's Direct that you want to touch on further? No. No. I would like to never talk about any of that again, to be completely honest. Well, yeah. That was the most disappointing fucking announcements. Nintendo. Hooray. Disappointed! <laughs> like, literally, that was all shit that's like, hey, remember that game we made like 30 years ago? <laughs> No. That would be really cool if we did that again. Let's not. Yeah. No, Dad, we moved on. There's a reason it was only released in Japan. And this is coming <laughs> from the guy that's excited about playing the new Monkey Island game. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> not much room to talk there. <laughs> hey, we, we've all got our own vices. If you Moving would like on. to send cocaine to Emery. <laughs> <laughs> Shush. <laughs> I would need a literal address for that, and I'm not going to say that on the internet. <laughs> Bad things happen when you D say that on digital, the internet. Yeah, do, do, do not actually send me booger sugar. If you want to send Emery booger sugar, <laughs> shoot us an email at hitthebooksviz at gmail.com, and I'll send you his address. Oh, no. You're welcome. No, no, no. Thank I, you. If I fight the law, I'm going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up, we got a bunch of announcements from the surprise Sony State of Play. Tekken 8 has received its first official trailer. We have no release date, but it will be coming exclusively to next-gen consoles, PS5, Series SX, and PC. And it looks like they're using the same flex tech that they're using on Street Fighter VI, which is cool, but also weird. I don't need to see how veiny they are. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of Uncanny Valley going on. A little know? bit. Like, it, it's got that arcade aesthetic, you know, the classic Tekken arcade aesthetic that's goofy and over the top, but it's too real. <laughs> yeah. It's it's weird. And then also, weirdly, Street Fighter Six has the Tekken Force thing that Tekken 3 had. They're, they're mixing and matching, and I don't know if it's all going to shake out. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's 
it's cool to see because I mean, we have Tekken Seven came out what seven years ago maybe at the beginning of the PlayStation Four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been uh, I guess longer than yeah. Yeah, it, it'll be like ten years at this fucking, point. Right? It's it's old. It's PlayStation old. Four was a seven year console. And yeah, the twenty fourteen. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't believe how long. I it's mean, been. I'm gonna play the new one. I'm just not going to get my hopes up too much because well, their pricing is getting ridiculous. I'm, I'm sure kind of fed up. I'm sure it's just going to be Tekken. You like Tekken? It's Tekken. It, it's still yeah. Tekken. If you want to buy characters one at a time. <sighs> like in Killer Instinct for yeah. Xbox. Hooray. Uh, but, Speaking but, of bad <laughs> marketing, <laughs> like that was one of the launch titles. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, we received a new God of War Ragnarok uh, story trailer that went more in depth. It is officially coming November 9th, 2022, and will be exclusive to the PS4 and PS5 systems. Boy. It looks awesome. It does. It looks fucking awesome. The The other trailers sucked. I, I'm just going to be <laughs> like, they had these teaser trailers and like some like less than one minute trailers that kind of give you like a glimpse at the big wolf and like him saying boy and you know typical stuff this trailer was fucking dope shooting the goddamn sun out of the sky that's that you had me sold right then and there (laughs) it looks it looks fucking awesome and it looks like they're gonna get a lot crazier with the environments than the the last god of war game I'm super excited. I I love seeing the Blades of Chaos like <laughs> every time get highlighted. It's it was just a... like fuck yes, oh, fuck yes. I'm an easy mark, and you knew exactly what to get me with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it, <laughs> boy. Uh, they also announced that you will uh, be able to purchase a God of War Ragnarok limited edition DualSense controller, which looks pretty sweet. But uh, you know, that's for people who need more controllers. Yeah, what do you have? Like twelve. I have four. Yeah. And they cost $60 a piece. Yeah. That's a lot of money for controllers. Holy cow. Which is probably why local multiplayer doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) Controllers are too goddamn expensive. It's cheaper just to buy another console. (laughs) And these controllers have to be updated. A big highlight of the Sony um, State of Play, not to be mixed up with Nintendo Direct, because of the same fucking thing. But uh, we got a ton of information about the VR2 which is the sequel to the original PS VR, which came out for the PS4 in 2016. It's expected early 2023, but has not been confirmed for any specific date. The new VR2 Sense controllers uh, will be replacing the old PlayStation Move controllers that they were using. I mean, these are like PS3 era Move controllers that they were using for their brand new 2016 vr which is why if it ain't broke (laughs) i I guess they thought there was enough in the environment that people would use them and i mean the fucking glowing (laughs) fucking ice uh, cream lollipop ice cream lollipop that i don't think anybody ever actually used on the playstation 3 i did of course you did you're the one use case what a mark yeah, I, I'm an easy mark, but that's only because there Did was you have a the PlayStation Eye and everything too. Yeah, there there was a boxing game that I wanted to play, only because Danny Trejo was in it. Oh wow! And I, I will say this: if you want something to make you exercise, fucking let Danny Trejo teach you how to box. You're such a strange human being. <laughs> <laughs> You're just now realizing this. Uh, I love you. <laughs> 
That's the weirdest villain origin story I've ever heard. <laughs> Danny Treu taught me how to box. box in a video oh, yeah, game. game. Move. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> the new controllers will feature, you know, sense controller style haptic buttons and adaptive triggers. It will allegedly outspec the Oculus Quest 2 with a 4K OLED uh, screen. It has 20, uh, I'm sorry, 2000 by 2040 resolution per eye. It will have 110 degree field of view, 4V added uh, rendering 120 hertz refresh rates it will use inside out tracking obviously it will have the sensors inside the device and it will also use cameras to track your eye movements and hand movements on the controller it will not need an external camera so that's the biggest thing the original psvr obviously did and it had to track the annoying glowing lights on both your lollipop controllers <laughs> and your headset which had a blue light in the front and the back <sighs> Sony, why? <laughs> I tried that too for a Spider-Man game, and it uh, let's just say that that game is just a web-swinging simulator. All right. It will have a haptic feedback system inside the headset, which is pretty cool. It will also take advantage of Sony's uh, 3D audio, which it premiered with the PS5. Uh, I did not see if it had a headset included with it, but I assume it will. Uh, the last one came with a set of earbuds, but if they're going to be pushing this 3D audio, you would imagine they have to come with a headset. It will still be hard tethered to the PS5 like the PSVR was, but we'll only use one cable this time. So definite improvement, but not quite at the uh, the Bluetooth spec that a lot of the, the headsets are using now. There is no price point announced, but the spec estimates have been around $499 for the complete system, including controllers. A bunch of games got uh, trailers and announcements for the PSVR 2. Some look pretty cool. We got Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, which will be expected summer 2023, which obviously makes you think early 2023 for the PSVR system. I was going to say it makes me think, why would I ever go to Galaxy's Edge? Uh, yeah okay so <laughs> here's the thing okay. we're gonna make a virtual reality game that is literally just you going to a fucking theme park <laughs> i mean i'm sure there's more to it don't get me wrong i am sure there's more to it however i'll take you on paper it. this seems like absolute a fucking Wally level of laziness. Remember when the uh, <laughs> Xbox One came out with the Star Wars dance trailer? Yeah, and you got to be Han Solo dancing to what was it? I'm Solo. <laughs> Is that yeah. what the song's called? Oh, oh, yeah. That that whole fucking debacle. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> talk about cringe. We don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I saw the trailer for it. It looks rough around the edges because it's a VR game, but. It looks like it could be a lot of fun for Star Wars fans. Uh, we got a trailer for Demio, a tabletop dungeon crawler survival sim. So it it it's pretty interesting how they're doing it. Basically, you're playing a tabletop game, yeah, essentially in a 3D space, it, it's like which you can do physically. They're making their own in, tabletop simulator. Inception. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Which we also talked about last week with uh, that other one that's <laughs> basically Warhammer 40k, but fun edition. The, um, 
<laughs> that thing you could do with yeah. real people in real life. The trailer was do- fun too because it had like the best Gandalf impression you could muster. <laughs> the next thing you're going to tell me is that there is a virtual Kindle app so you can sit and read a virtual real book well, in virtual reality. I'm sure that's already a thing. <laughs> Instead of picking up an actual book. And the reason I say that is because they already have virtual movie theaters and Get virtual the fuck out of here. Have you not seen this? I'm done. I quit Earth. This is this has been around <laughs> I, since the original like, cardboard box I cell quit phone was. Humanity. I I I give up. I'm done. Elon shoot me to Mars. Yeah. I'm fucking over this bullshit. I I'm I haven't had the time or the money to like really dive into all these VR systems and their games, but I will say that I give Sony a lot of credit for making it mass marketable with their PSVR system before Oculus and everything finally got to a point where it was easily usable. Right. Because prior to the PSVR, like all the systems were, you know, $500 plus and like super premium. And you had to have this one is only $499. Well, the original PSVR was $300. (laughs) It's like one. And obviously (laughs) you just used the console that you already had. You didn't have to have like a top of the line computer tower that can manage all this stuff. Uh, so it made it mass marketable and approachable. And now they're just taking that next step and they did support it really well, especially after launch, like the first two years after launch. So they got a ton of games. They obviously have all the third party support between the shared devices like Oculus. Right. Um, so I, I have hope that it will push the whole genre into the right direction, but time will tell. I'm surprised that the gimmick's still going on to be completely honest. I will say just because I want to actually get this just so that we can have like a bit that we can do for VR. If I get it, will you play Resident Evil 7 with it on? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Twitch stream. Fuck yeah. Twitch.tv forward slash those natural ones. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would 100% play Resident Evil in a virtual reality thing. On that subject... My favorite gaming streams to watch are the VR ones. Yeah. Where they're just like fucking around with like the zombies or whatever else. Like they got the Walking Dead one. They got the one that's in like some medieval fantasy castle thing and you're fighting like skull soldiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But I find can so you much handle, joy in watching. Can, can you handle the, basically Texas Chainsaw Massacre in your face? Absolutely. Let's 100%. Do let's do let's it. Let's do it. <laughs> are you scared, Emery? I ain't scared of a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I ain't never scared. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we got a trailer for Like a Dragon, hey. Ishin, the remake of a Yakuza spinoff game. Like a dragon. Coming February hey. 2023. Breathing fire for the very first time. What's... <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> <laughs> <laughs> mediocre (laughs) that is not mediocre oh shit i don't get why they keep making spinoff yakuza games when they could just make a new yakuza game, or we could just forget that it exists okay yakuza like a dragon is a thing they just want to now just live off of the like a dragon thing god damn it <laughs> well, that's coming February 2023, and it'll make a great PlayStation Plus game quickly after that. Quickly. 
Uh, we got an announcement that the Hogwarts Legacy game will get an exclusive quest line for PS5 called the Haunted Hogsmeade Shop. It's basically a Halloween horror-themed version of Hogsmeade. So look forward to that if you want. Pacific Drive was announced. It's a first game from the studio Ironwood Studios. It is a first-person perspective survival resource management car game set in an irradiated Pacific Northwest in the not-too-distant future. It will be coming to PS5 and PC sometime in 2023, so look forward to that. It looked a little rough around the edges. I don't know if you guys saw the trailer for this game. The car weirdly looked like the car from Ghostbusters. Yeah, a little that, bit. That was it's basically like, all I got from that. If you combine Ghostbusters and Fallout, that's what that car would be. Yeah, you're driving through green gas. It talks to you. Like. It's like, I guess, sentient. So it's like... It's like Knight Rider. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, it's like Kit and uh, Ecto-1 had a love child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the concept seems all right. You know, you go out and venture into the space, collect resources, figure out what really happened, because, of course, it's not just a nuclear meltdown at a facility. The government's covering up something. Oh, my God. See, now I just got the perfect it, idea for a video game. You, you take the engine of GTA V, and you put the entire veneer of Ghostbusters on it, and you make an open world, bust all them goddamn ghosts, Ghostbusters game. So you're just running around bussing? <laughs> because busting makes me feel good. <laughs> Do you need to take a bathroom break? Nah. Oh, gross. <laughs> Back to Arnold. <laughs> this show is not for kids. Be warned. I like how you say that four hours into the show. We talked about Nintendo. They got their segment. (laughs) After the Arnold Schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. We're now in the adult swim section. (laughs) Kids, get out of the pool. It is now midnight, so yeah. (laughs) We we are in the adult swim (laughs) section of the show. Uh, Apologies. Shit, and then we still got more to do. Yeah, we sure do. Uh, we also got some details about the PlayStation Stars loyalty program, which we talked about several episodes ago. It is free to join. You earn points and rewards uh, for doing these various challenges for specific games. Uh, a lot of the big ones will come out, obviously, right after the game's launch. So I think, obviously, a marketing tool to try to get people to buy full price. And uh, you'll get various digital collectibles, which you'll be able to display and look at in your simulated environment. They will launch the program late in the month of September, so very soon here. Um, But they have not given us a kind of a PlayStation Home envision. Not yet. (laughs) But I imagine that's where they're going with this. Give it time. We all got to catch up to whatever the fuck Meta's trying to make. A new action-adventure no, Bandai Namco <laughs> game called Sin Duality has been announced. The game will be featuring uh, people controlling these anime-style mechs. It is a looter-shooter resource collector type of game, and it will be coming uh, to PS5 in 2023. Another one. Yeah, it's interesting. It's yeah. it's like if you took anime and Titanfall and made them kith. The game. Because, of course. Because we didn't already do that with Genshin Impact. Well, that's from China, okay? Not Mm. Japan. Mm. If you say so. 
the rumored Project Eve game being worked on by the Korean Sony studio Shift Up it has been revealed to be called Stellar Blade. It is a dystopian future space action adventure. It kind of gave me vibes of God of War mixed with like Ghost in the Shell, maybe, and a dash of K-pop styling. Maybe some cyberpunk in there as well. That's a mm. lot. It's uh, it's the, crazy. It's Japan. It actually that would be Korea. Well, <laughs> it's Korea doing it, its best Japan impression. <laughs> You're not wrong. So that's coming uh, 2023, exclusive to PS5. Of course, I highly recommend checking out that trailer just so you can be as confused as I am. Uh, yeah, I'll say the 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 main character. She's uh, looking very close to what's her name from Bayonetta. Skin tight. Pretty hot. Skin tight. tight. Hard bangs. Very hard (laughs) bangs. Almost like a... Like she put the bowl on and went straight across. <laughs> but we're talking looks... like uh, Jim Carrey, Dumb and Dumber bang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with like a ponytail. Right. Okay. Yeah. The right here, straight line. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying Precision. there's a chance. <laughs> and then the final announcement that came out of the uh, Sony State of Play, Neo developer Team Ninja has announced an open-world samurai game that looks pretty dope called Rise of the Ronin. It will be a PS5 exclusive and will be coming in 2024. So definitely look forward to that. Probably announced it a little early. But they had a lot to show, so that was cool. It, it's funny you mentioned that because the one game that I wanted them to have an actual open world in was the Final Fantasy game that they released. But nah, we're going to save that for our own game. You're not getting God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cool because it looks like it's going to be that crossover period, kind of, you know, late 1800s where guns were really starting to have an influence in Japan. And oh, you still yeah. had like the old vestiges of samurai in the game. They're clearly using guns <laughs> with their samurai swords. And it's, it's, it's cool because it's that weird transitional period, kind of like Red Dead yeah. Redemption was that transitional period from, you know, the old school frontier western united states to the you know industrialized united states we gotta have laws now can't be wild no more do we Mm, still pretty wild i mean if you want to go back to that (laughs) (laughs) and of course we also received a ubisoft forward press event they announced that their AAA titles will now be $70 going forward. This is the current industry standard, of course, but they were one of the last big holdouts. Skull of Bones will be the first game to feature this pricing this holiday season. How fucking dare they? Cut. I'm sorry, I had to say it. A game that should have come out five fucking years ago. Right. And should have pricing like five, five fucking years, years ago. ago. Absolutely. <laughs> Featuring <laughs> gameplay that they came up with more than five fucking years ago. I'm mad. Big mad. Big mad. Would you say this is a case of corporate greed? Corporate greed. Corporate greed. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to leave me hanging there. <laughs> <laughs> I was... <laughs> cock blocked me completely <laughs> gotta mix it up everyone such while. a tease it, it had to make you wait for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I mean it makes sense that they're pushing the prices up obviously yeah. the game is if you adjust for inflation 70 dollars is nothing compared to what games used to cost i mean i remember purchasing an n64 game and it was 80 dollars 
in what the late 90s early 2000s like jesus yeah, those that, games were expensive man that, really expensive that that this game had better be fucking pristine i don't remember ever spending over like 50 but i'm sure there were some that were 80 yeah look it up man brand new prices for those games those cartridge games and especially because nintendo monopolized cartridges so all the cartridge producers were basically owned by nintendo and they were fucking destroying people with those prices and then placed or sony's over here like yeah you can get this for like 35 dollars yeah. I mean, honestly, they could have CDs taken the Atari cheap. route and just buried them in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, CD, oh. CDs are cheap. Here, here's one for $35. <laughs> that's, that's, CDs are cheap. Just approach. $5. Everybody's got one. On, <laughs> yeah. Just like on a ripped CD. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I'm not. It sucks that the price is going up. But in this case, it makes sense. Especially with all like the the free subscription services that are right. currently dominating the market. I don't understand how any of these game makers are making money with like game pass and all the new tiers of PlayStation plus now, like how are you making money? I mean, it's mm. gone the way of the music industry with things like Spotify and Apple music and stuff like that, where instead of buying things outright, you just pay the subscription and that's yeah. what the video game industry is I, doing. I feel it's like the like, game has to have such a long life in order right. to make a profit at this point. So, as opposed to just this small but steady stream of money. Yep. So we'll see. Not a crazy increase, but uh, hopefully we don't see that trend continuing further than this. Assassin's Creed Infinity got a little bit more details. We talked about it in the past. They were um, alluding to it becoming like a a multiplayer system where you had a battle royale with assassins. Yeah, the PUBG creed they didn't confirm that but it's still on the table because there is a multiplayer component to this that they have not premiered yet however not gonna have a table if they keep this up it will be basically a hub where all the future games for assassin's creed will come out of so it'll basically be a thing that controls your present day character and you will access all the new games and interact with the, I assume, you know, digital playground that they create for you from this hub, like which almost guarantees that every game will run on the same engine. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, this that's is probably just a cost-saving measure. I imagine. I mean, for Assassin's Creed, that makes sense considering the entire plot of the show or the shows, the game is you're getting jacked into this virtual reality that tells you specific historical events and shit so yeah yeah, it makes sense however like you said you are basically uh sticking yourself onto one current engine that more or less is gonna be outdated in the next like few years and then you're gonna continue pushing out new content on this old (sighs) fucking engine yeah it's interesting. We'll see if it works out for them. I, you know, I don't. I don't think we need it. I, I, but I do think it guarantees that they're giving up on the present day story <laughs> entirely. They're just going to make all the new games focus on the past and only the past, which is what it should have been in the first place. Either you die an assassin, or you live long enough to see yourself work for Abstergo. What? The- which has been the plot of the game since. Yeah. The first one? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) 
The like number four is the one where oh you're just an Abstergo employee. Yeah. yeah. And then the first one, like you said, there you you were abducted by Abstergo and just yeah. helping them out because. Oh uh, yeah, I, I remember the, the fourth mm. one where you're actually like in the office building and shit like that. It's yeah. like, oh, let me log back I in. I do this every day. <laughs> I don't want to pretend <laughs> to work in an office. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I'm done. Ubisoft. I'm done with Assassin's Creed. It, it's it's over. It's over for me. Uh, the first game for this new hub will be uh, Codename Red obviously awaiting its real title but it will be what people have been asking for a next-gen feudal japan assassin's creed okay i'm back in (laughs) (laughs) that didn't take long (laughs) i will say that this guarantees that we're gonna have like 80 like jap you know feudal japan games coming out at the same fucking time oh absolutely. and it's all because of ghost of tsushima i am almost 100 percent certain that everybody saw ghost of tsushima have such great success and they're like, let's do that. And now it's going to be the bandwagon thing. And there's going to be 100 Feudal I mean, Japan games coming out at the same time. There's already a few on the horizon. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of horizon, we'll get to that. Uh, the second game will be Codename Hex. No info has been released. However, they did show a logo made of wood and twine, which kind of hints at uh, a witch hunt perhaps of the 1600s they have a bunch of different uh, runes and stuff and the twine and the so wood. salem witch trials assassin's creed perhaps oh inquisition my God. that sort of thing nobody you, expects the spanish inquisition you, you get to go full pilgrim well, i don't have you guys seen the uh image of the little lo- it's like literally hanging like the blair witch project oh <laughs> oh no. okay yes. but it's just it's, the it's assassin's gonna be logo it's gonna be salem witch trials it's gonna be sa- uh fucking new england 1600s it's, it's the crucible okay? it's, yeah, gonna, it's, just like it's gonna be whacked myself right in the face yeah, with the it, microphone. It, it's gonna be crucible times it's gonna be like oh like all of these uh women who spend all of their time inside their homes alone with no man and just cats well the thing is if you played assassin's creed rogue and i understand not many of you did you should Go back and play it. They've remastered it. No, it's you. it's in that time period, and you do go to Salem. Oh, so they're kind of rehashing on something they've already. I done. I mean, we've if, already talked about this the multiple time. Trials. It's all just yeah. about rehashing the same fucking shit at this point. Yeah, we have no. It new wasn't ideas like a anymore. major plot story. It was like a side quest, and yeah. you, you can go to Salem. We but. might add a gadget or two to this engine that we've kind of just been slowly adding things to for more than a decade. <laughs> But it's still the same game. Yeah. Here you go. Assassin's Creed. Uh, let's see here. Where was I? Right at the top. Yeah. Uh, multiplayer. Like we discussed, there will be uh-huh. some multiplayer details soon. Obviously, the big rumor was that it's going to be Battle Royale with Assassins. Hooray. Not confirmed yet. Another battle royale. Yay. Because mm. we are, don't have 600 of them. Oh, yeah. uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage will take place 20 years prior to Assassin's Creed Valhalla. This is obviously the uh, Baghdad-based uh, Assassin's Creed that will be coming this holiday season. So look forward to that. Got a little context there. Codename Jade will be an open-world Assassin's Creed set in China, 215 BCE. But it's for mobile mid 
the trailer looked awesome and then they said for mobile and i'm like why <laughs> like that's such because a cool we period already have six other assassin's creed games <sighs> coming out and literally no one learned from diablo immortal <sighs> no one learned but, but you are... made a whole hub for it why not use it but we already have six coming out so fuck it mobile phones what you guys don't have phones you don't have phones? I don't want to use it. <laughs> I don't want to sit down and play a game for more. Any game I play on my phone, I want to play for like 30 seconds and then move on. Finish pooping. Yep. Yeah. That's a finish pooping game. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I play things like uh, fucking Wordle or fucking uh, Sudoku and shit like that on my phone. <laughs> Is uh the, the finished most, pooping yeah. and my legs asleep. The most <laughs> Yeah. The most uh intense game I have on my phone is PUBG and I play that like once every six months. Yeah, I still wouldn't do it. We don't need it. Please don't. We don't need it. It's such a cool time period and it's a cool <laughs> setting. Why would you not make it a mainline title? <laughs> That's annoying. Moving on. We are getting some free DLC called The Last Chapter. It will be coming to Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and we'll finish Ivor's story, because we didn't fucking finish the story. Because that's the story we need to finish. At least it's free this time. Hooray. We got a Mario plus Rabbids new trailer. It will be getting Rayman DLC. Anybody care? Nope. Didn't think so. Mm. We got new footage and details from Skull and Bones. We got a bunch of uh, pretty cool uh, representations of the ship customization. Uh, you'll get to manage a trade network, which helps you earn cash and loot to obviously upgrade your ships and grow your, your pirate empire. And it showed off a bunch of pirate layers and uh, hideouts where you can go and uh, exchange your goods and services. Would have been really cool six years ago. The game will have cross-platform multiplayer support because there is a big PvP element to it. However, they did confirm if you do not want to participate in the PvP, you can turn it off and play the game completely solo. It will be coming November 8th to PS5, Series X and S, and PC. So, thought that was pretty cool. Obviously, despite being such an old game announcement, they're not holding themselves back with PS4 and uh, Xbox One. Uh, infrastructure they might as well considering it should have came out six years ago yeah yeah it's a, this is third person sea of thieves yeah this game's already out yep i mean sea of thieves sucks <laughs> <laughs> case <laughs> and point. i have a lot more hope for this sea of thieves came out with like one mission <laughs> nothing to do in it uh, okay the point of sea of thieves was not the mission the point of sea of thieves was Reenact all of your pirate fantasies on your own. With nothing. <laughs> A big empty sea. Eight. You had to find islands. You have to sail. Sail. Medium. Every time. I, I, I got to be honest. After seeing like all of this footage and trailer and the details of it, I'm actually really stoked for this. I think this game can completely fall on its face, but I think it could be the division of 1700s pirate games. Hey. Uh, and the division's great. 
If so. you believe in that game that much, get it and report back. I will. Because oh. <laughs> I'm definitely not putting money down on it now. Depending on how much sleep I'm getting, which I imagine won't be a lot, <laughs> I'll probably be playing this game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it looks really cool. I I, you know, I get why a lot of people are cynical about it. I really do. I was very cynical about it until I saw the most recent trailers. But I am looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You're losing it a little. A little bit. Okay. You can tighten it up with the yeah. nut on the back if you need to. I know. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> uh, next up, we got a previous uh, PC exclusive Trackmania: The Racing Game will be coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X and S in 2023. So look forward to that if you are a Trackmania fan. It's like a first-person racing game. With mm-hmm. uh, indie cars, basically. Just Dance 2023 will be coming to PS5, Series S, and, S and PC. Uh, it will be coming this holiday season. Kind of surprised that Just Dance, of all games, was not on the old-gen consoles when all these other games are going to old-gen consoles. But huh. it's what I've been asking for, so I won't, <laughs> <laughs> I won't ask too many questions. Uh, Rainbow Six will be coming soon, but it's a mobile game, unfortunately. Uh, we got a lot of teasers about this, but uh, we just found out it's a mobile game, so mm-hmm. that sucks. It will have five by uh, <laughs> five by five. We'll have five v five gameplay built into the uh, mobile title. We will mm-hmm. be getting a free to play adaptation of the Division. Uh, like I said, a great game. The Division and Division Two are both awesome had a ton of fun with those games especially with my old army buddies because it's very strategic um the division heartland will be coming in 2023 uh it will be open for testing this holiday season it, they have not confirmed if it's going to be like a survival you know battle royale type of thing or if it's going to be something else completely it'll be coming to ps5 xbox series x and x and the pc Ubisoft and Netflix have announced they're partnering for a live-action Assassin's Creed series. No. Also developing three (laughs) games for Netflix subscribers on their mobile. As we talked about a few episodes ago, Netflix is trying to push this video game aspect to their subscription service that nobody even knows exists. But uh, they will be making a Valiant Heart sequel, which is basically like a cartoony World War I game. (laughs) Uh, an Assassin's Creed title and a new Prince roguelike of looter shooter game. Oh my god! So Let's there get you go. Jake Gyllenhaal on this one too, and it'll be fucking fantastic. Uh, if they if fucking kill me, if now. they get a good group of people, I think Assassin's Creed would be great for a Netflix show. But I don't have any faith in it I have, at all. I have less than I have as much faith in this as I do the Jake Gyllenhaal uh, Prince of Persia movie. You I, know I, why I have no faith in this? Because of the Assassin's Creed movie? No, because Resident Evil, another video Fair. game, was also made in was Netflix. Was there an Assassin's Creed movie? There was. It had fucking Michael Fassbender in it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no one saw it, so. Yeah, it's like, y- don't feel bad. Yeah, go go back into the Absturga machine and yeah. uh, <laughs> be your Spanish heritage descendant? What the f- Except, hold on, because they had Michael Fassbender in the present day, they had to use him somehow. So instead of just having the regular Abstergo machine, they gave him this big bouncy house 
machine where he can <laughs> jump around this giant room and perform all of his assassin actions in the present day in his white pajamas. Stop it. No. <laughs> nope. Nope. It was ridiculous. Nope. nope. It was very <laughs> clear that they're like, oh, we Michael probably... Michael Fassbender in a bouncy castle with a knife <laughs> attached to his arm. I do not need There was nothing attached, life. sir. It was just the machine. It was nope. just pretending. He was pretending All in right. a bouncy castle. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Please. Before I have an aneurysm. <laughs> I'll put an image on the, the episode if you're watching the YouTube channel. Like and subscribe. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we got some Call of Duty news. Call of Duty Warzone 2 uh, will be changing several major gameplay elements from its extremely popular Battle Royale game. The AI factions will be added in matches, so now you have AI opponents to also deal with. The new engine has been created, which will also be featured in Modern Warfare 2. So famously, War uh, Call of Duty has not used a different engine in what a decade and a half now since the original modern warfare yeah. if it ain't broke it'll get old <laughs> <laughs> so this will be a big kind of leap forward hopefully uh however it probably won't be as refined as we're used to uh the map will be set in a desert of uh fictional nature called al mazra who cares We'll have multiple different shrinking circles. So this is the big innovation for them uh, in their battle royale is that they won't be contained to any one single circle like most battle royales are now. They have multiple merging circles from various Ooh. aspects, which can mm. lead to a lot of different circumstances. That'll be more different. circles. <laughs> uh, Gulag rebirths, which were previously like a 1v1. You know, this is your last chance. If you get killed in here, you're done. Now it will be 2v2, be on a larger level. You will also have to contend with an AI jailer and loot weapons. They haven't confirmed if you can kill the jailer, but it sounds like the jailer is going to be like Resident Evil-esque, where you want to avoid this guy at all costs uh, while you're trying to defeat this other team. So we'll see how it goes. I think it's cool. I think it's a way to kind of refresh things because, quite frankly, the original Warzone... It was fun at the beginning, but it's just, it did not age well. And they kept breaking it, so it just kept getting worse and That's worse. That's fair. So I, I think it's pretty cool. And it, obviously, they make more money off this than anything else, including their Modern Warfare entries. So very cool to see that they're at least trying to innovate a little bit here, and they're not sticking with the old tired engine. Modern Warfare 2 will also have some multiplayer features added. They will feature a tactical third-person mode and a raid mode, very much in the uh, Gears of War style. Uh, we'll add AI elements as well, and we'll have uh, a bigger, better ground war mode, which is probably the, the best multiplayer mode in the current system. It's basically just a large-scale Battlefield ripoff because Battlefield can't Battlefield anymore. <laughs> Who broke it? EA. <laughs> the fucks. <laughs> uh, another cool announcement we got, and this will be the last piece of major news this week. Ton of video game news, obviously. Star Wars Eclipse has been announced and received its first major trailer. Hooray! Guess who made it? No. Quantic Dreams. No! Yeah! <laughs> David Cage! Your favorite. I'm... I... 
but why? It will be an action-adventure storytelling game featuring multiple characters with branching stories because that's what Quantic Dreams does uh, during the High Republic era. I never thought I could care less about a Star Wars game. I think it looks dope. Can I press X to yell out Qui-Gon's name? No, because he's not born yet. Can I press X to eject this disc from my <laughs> Xbox and go sh- about with you it? You sure can. And then you can take it to GameStop and you can exchange it for a <laughs> PS5 copy and then I can play it. Thank you. Or you can get exactly $5 back from your $70 purchase. $5, you're being generous. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when a bunch of fucking trolls on the internet jacked up their yeah. fucking stock price <laughs> was by a, trolling? That was, what, a year and a half ago when yeah. that happened? Uh, it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> broke the stock market. Internet trolls yeah. are That crazy. was fantastic. That was the greatest thing ever. Thank you, Wall Street Bets. Do you think like, Go on Reddit. governments took notice of that and they were like, all right, these fucking internet trolls are not absolutely something we could play around with I mean, anymore they're the, not fucking around the, <laughs> they fucking i mean the republicans were shitting bricks in our country at least yeah like, they this shouldn't be legal ah, capitalism is great until we get fucked ah. <laughs> wait they they actually found they, out how the system works and they, they fucked u- it. They used our system against us. Ah! It was hilarious. It was like Elon Musk with the fucking dog coin. Oh yeah, the <laughs> Doge coin. Yeah, <laughs> he got it to like record highs and then crashed it when he shit all over yeah. the next day. <laughs> uh, people are dumb. But yeah, I. Again, we've talked about this on past episodes. I love David Cage games. I love Quantic Dreams. You apparently don't. I I I like you're exactly, a heathen. I I like exactly one game, and we talked about this one too. Uh, sorry, they're all great. I want you to recant uh, immediately. Absolutely not. When they finally make a game that's as ambitious as Omicron, the Nomad Soul, then we'll talk. But for now, it's all just like walking and, you know, press X to do, like, it's press X to squeeze between electrified wires. It's pretty. They tell great stories. There's a lot of characters that they flesh out deeply. It's therapeutic to play. Okay. Who doesn't want that, Emery? Call this an interactive movie. Don't call it a game. But then no one will buy it. Son of a... <laughs> no, I, I highly recommend if any Star Wars fans are listening or watching, check Don't it out. Don't buy this game. See if, it's, <laughs> see if the trailer is for you. I thought it looked dope. It, and I am... I, you know, Many times I have written off Star Wars. Buy this interactive movie. Let's be honest. Again. Don't buy this if you think this is a game. Again. I'm a big Star Wars fan. I like Star Wars in all, you know, genres of content. That's unfortunate. I have zero, less (laughs) than zero interest or desire for an action-adventure Star Wars press X to do thing game. Watch the trailer. Get back to me. I think you'll like it. Okay, watch the trailer and then go watch Heavy Rain gameplay. Yeah. I will note <laughs> the trailer has no gameplay. Exactly. <laughs> if I want to watch it, it. I'll, I, uh, maybe but I'll the watch. The trailer looks dope as fuck. Maybe I'll watch somebody play it. 
Okay, you can watch me play. I'll watch it. Twitch.tv forward slash those natural ones. There you go. I think that's a fair deal. I will watch a Twitch stream or a YouTube video of somebody else playing this because I don't fucking care enough. I do. Preferably someone who might be posting it to our own channel. Possibly. Which you can subscribe to to using your Amazon Prime. Absolutely. And you can also subscribe to us on... I almost said Facebook. <laughs> you can also subscribe to us on YouTube as well with link in the description below. Thank you. All right. Well, that wraps up all the news. Of course, we can't get out of here before giving away the prestigious, nay, life-changing award of cover of the week. This week, it's coming from Image Comics. Of course, that great, wonderful comic book company. It's Gunslinger Spawn number 12, the Booth variant cover, of course, done by Brett Booth. This uh, figures a <laughs> features a beheaded, spike-impaled gunslinger head. As you do. It's Spawn. Anistique. It, it's Spawn, but a gunslinger Spawn. This isn't... This isn't your dad's Spawn. This is a whole new thing. To give them an idea, why don't we read the description of this comic? As we always do. Of course, please purchase this comic physically and support your local comic book shops. Again, please support your local comic book shops. Amy has been on Gunslinger's mind for a while now. He thought she was lost forever, but now he has a plan to save her. And it might mean making the ultimate sacrifice. Dun dun dun. Oh, if that covers anything to go by. Now, you are famously a huge Spawn fan. Mm -hmm. I enjoy Spawn, but I don't read it regularly. Who the fuck are all these new spinoff Spawn characters? (laughs) Who is Gunslinger? Uh, For that, we're going to have to do an entire episode (laughs) (laughs) devoted to the... Give me the cliff notes. Okay, cliff notes. Uh, So we... Got to the end of Spawn's, you know, mystical countdown a second time. As uh, you do. As you do. Uh, we realize that the the weird symbiote hell Spawn suit that he wears all the time is actually a ticking time bomb that once it goes off, it explodes, and unleashing uh, an explosion big enough to be considered nuclear, and then we can get the apocalypse underway. It goes off, but the intent was to blow it up with Al Simmons wearing it. He has, but Al Simmons has the good idea to maybe uh, get that thing off of him. Hot. It blows up. People find out that, oh, Al Simmons is still alive. He he took it off. Who does that? <laughs> Meanwhile. I didn't even know you could take it off. <laughs> that wasn't an option i thought that was the whole point of spawn uh he didn't realize he could take it off until well somebody kind of pointed it out for him all right mcfarlane we need to sit down and have a conversation (laughs) (laughs) but go on um but also over the course of this there are like several people who become intertwined with al simmons as he's you know figured out a way to make himself not look like he's burnt all to hell like someone who's been to hell and uh through one way shape or form or another he i think if i'm getting this right has enough magic in 
in him to either imbue these powers to other people or they themselves also got their own hell powers from, you know, going to hell. So it's the Shazam family, but hell edition. But hell edition. Awesome. If I'm going to suggest anything, yes, get into Spawn, but there's a cover that you gotta see. It's basically Action Comics number one, but instead of Superman lifting a car, it's Spawn. That's wonderful. It's amazing. This, this is an homage to comic it's probably books not history. as good as Superman punching a dinosaur in the face. <laughs> probably not. Or Jesus fighting Dracula in a Jesus boxing fight, match. Jesus boxing Dracula. Few things can ever come close. By far the best cover. <laughs> of course, if you want to see some of the old uh, prestigious, nay, life-changing awards of cover of the week, you can go to htbvids.com and see those previous covers of the week. And if you want an idea as to how all of these new guns, not gunslingers, all these new spawns popped up here and there, go and read spawn number 300. Lays the whole thing out. There you have it. So go check it out. And of course, go check out gunslinger spawn number 12, the Booth variant cover. Again, done by Brett Booth. It's gnarly. It's awesome. It's everything you expect from a spawn cover. Go get it. Absolutely. And I have to say, we have to give a shout out. There was a lot of really good covers this week. We had trouble deciding. Catwoman had a great variant cover. Uh, what was the other one? Like Sky or Gore? What was it called? There was this one purple cover. I can't remember what it was called. But, yeah, it was an um, indie comic for sure. Yeah, there was a Raven cover that was really good. Like There was some high quality covers that were in contention this week that would have won any other week yeah <laughs> because it, there, there was a little bit of a dry spell where they're like it was very clear which one was going to win the award yeah this week was heavy a lot of people uh basically putting their best out there which is it's usually feast or famine and this time we finally got a feast so highly recommend you go to your local comic book shops and uh, uh again please support your local comic book shops and purchase some of these covers because there's some great artwork out there go support your artists all right, that wraps up everything. Again, you can find us on Twitter at HTBVids. You can reach out to us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash hit the books. You can go to our website, htbvids.com. You can send us your lewd boy fan art at hitthebooksvids at gmail.com. Please don't. <laughs> I'd rather you didn't. Of course, you can find us on YouTube, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, you name it. If you want another uh, podcast service, please reach out to us via email or Twitter. And, of course, be sure you're following us if you direct message us, because sometimes we don't get the messages if you don't. Uh, of course, every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch those natural ones on their live stream. And, of course, you can go on their YouTube channel and watch it afterwards if you need to. Uh, they do a lot of live streams on there as well, so definitely look forward to those video game live streams done by Sam primarily, correct? Usually Sam, yeah. All right. Anything, so far. Anything else you want to promote? think that covers yeah, it i think that's it all right well it's 12 30 let's get out of here thank yeah. you all for sticking around listening supporting be sure to like and subscribe and we will see you next week what is the deal with having three characters who can do the same thing 
This is a character that killed God! <laughs> What's the deal with that? It, it, you get a really tight feeling in your muscles. It's, it's almost like uh, having sex with a woman and coming. <laughs> like, I get the feeling of coming when I'm at the gym. I get I'm the feeling of coming, coming when, when I'm on stage. Or I get the feeling of coming when I'm at home. Uh, I am coming day and night. <laughs> Jason Mewes. <laughs> Snoochie Boochies. <laughs>